TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Yo. Yo. What's going on, Ken? Not much. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. Yeah? You got out of the clink? Well, I did. You Just yesterday we were talking about it. We put it in the world. That's the problem. But you can't say it out loud. Because I never drive into Missouri, and I thought about it yesterday. My plates are expired. As are all of ours. <laughs> I guess we shouldn't be putting out there either, but I bear I didn't wasn't even to your house yet. Yeah, so you just crossed state line, you're saying, right? Yeah. I mean I wasn't Village? to your house yet. Like Prairie Village area. No, in Missouri. Like you just crossed but you, over. But into you Missouri. just kinda of passed Prairie Village. Like you were around that area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean closer to your house, I guess. Right. But yeah. So just on the Missouri side, basically. Yeah. And then as soon as I get into Missouri, some guy pulls behind me and beep. No, you know your plates are expired. I'm like, it. yeah. I've never I seen. Thought it. this was Missouri, and I've I seen cars. Just, what the hell? <laughs> I've I took this way home because everybody told me. Right. I mean, I worry about driving through Kansas, like I said. Yeah. But I will see cars pulled over on my way home sometimes in that area. But it's always Prairie Village, Kansas cops who you know initiated. They'll pull the, you over. They initiated the, the stop in Kansas, and then the person goes yeah. over to the Missouri side to get space or whatever, and yeah. you see them. And I always think when I drive by, like. Why don't you just drive home? I don't know. It's a probably have a law. I know. I think they've got some sort of agreement, but I still think like that sucks that you you're pulled over to the side but of the road. Some passes right. Stop. They really don't. They pull you I'm over. telling you, they man. They really don't. And Unless and I did they, something they else, something pissed him off. I don't. I mean, he didn't write me a ticket or anything else. The only thing I could think is, I mean, it could imagine, be did I flip a cigarette out the window? Did he get pissed at that? But I can't imagine. Is it because you have Kansas plates? Like, is that it? Maybe. Like, hey. We got plenty of our own problems over here. We don't need you coming over here with your expired tags. That doesn't seem likely, but I mean, it's not just the expired plate thing. In Jackson County, Kansas City, Missouri, c- cops don't really pull you over for any type of traffic violation. No. Once in a blue moon, they, they really will don't. set up some sort of speed trap on like Ward Parkway where the really expensive houses are, and it's usually those police cars look a little different, and they're just traffic enforcement cars. Right. I remember asking a cop one time, we were doing a thing with the radio station, and I was having a discussion with the coworker about this very same thing. And we went over and asked a cop who's working. You know, they had a, an off-duty Kansas City, Missouri police officer working there. So I asked him about it, and he said, well, I'll tell you this. He said, I don't have a radar gun in my car. He said, I've been a cop for nine years. I've never pulled anybody over for a traffic violation. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. So is it just that there's special groups? And he's like, there are cops that are supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I probably should have done it at some point. He's like, but they kind of consider we've got other priorities. Right. And that's I showed like, him okay, all my paperwork. Well, that's the other thing. As soon as I you showed see those him all lights, kinds of stuff. But I, because I, you know, all right. Because I was registering my kid's car. 
Oh, yeah. I had all DMV stuff in my passenger so seat. Looks like so I was like, yo, I've car. been trying. Like, look at I mean, I got the intro. It's all out of my seat. Like, I, you saw me. I haven't gone to my glove box. I've been trying to get it done, yeah. which I have, but I had the title to my car and his car because I had to get new insurance. And I got two cars on the same thing. And I'm like, here it is. And I've got a. One of the problems with me getting my car registered was that I had a copy of a title. And not the real And thing. they won't let me get it done with a copy of a title. But the state won't send me the title? Right, because it's not owned, right? I mean, isn't that right. how that works? I, I'm shocked. So they, they won't send the me a title, work. and they won't. They said no copies. So yes. then I called the state of Kansas. I mean, this is really why it's expired. Then I called the state of Kansas. It was like, can you just send me the thing? And they were like, yeah, no, we can't send it to you. I'm like, well, who can you? Like, I don't understand. I don't either. I don't, because, I, I mean, it's been so long since I've registered a car in Kansas, but... I, I'm sure that at some point I had to register a car that I was making payments on. Eh, maybe not. I might have just been driving that old $500 car. But no, I did. I had a car that I was making payments on. That would be so weird if they said, they you said got a no copy copies, of the title, so but that I went doesn't in. work. And then the guy was like, so this plate is the cop. He said, this plate is going to be for your other Lincoln. And I'm like, no, it should be for this one. Yeah. But I said, to be honest with you, I mean, it's not going to be for that one. Yeah. But at this point, I don't really know what it's for. So how and then he came back and he said, the good news is uh, it's for this car. Okay. Oof. He said, the bad news is uh, it's been canceled. Oh, like the tag is just done. Yeah, it just can't. He's like, but it was registered to this car and then a Cadillac before. It. I'm like, that's my car. Okay. I sold that car, traded in for this, and now I don't have a title. Oof. And he's like, all right. He's like, well, I mean, he was pretty nice. He was like, I mean, it doesn't, I don't. It seems like it's messed up. Right. You know, I'm looking at your title. It says copy, and I know they won't give you one. He's like, I don't know all the Kansas laws, but anyways, here's your ticket. <laughs> so he just gave you the ticket. Right. And then said I had to show up to court. What is wrong with you people in Missouri? I've not, yeah, that's it's an thing. expired you said the tag thing. thing. I've, never, I've never gone to court. He said I have to show up to a Zoom court meeting. What? I think they just tell you that, like, if you decide, you know, that you want to protest it or whatever. He said it was a mandatory court date. Don't they say that can't, though? Can't you just like here's say, your court date? Or do something. I, th- I I I would assume that you could because I didn't look at the ticket because I was like, this is ridiculous. It's been like six years since I got a speeding ticket in Missouri, but I definitely did not go to court. I was doing twenty miles an hour over. That's why I've never really. I mean, I shouldn't say I've never really worried about it, but I haven't been overly concerned because I know in Kansas I can just pay it online. Right. Right. And well, and it's Brooke, like I won't have to go to court, and I can try to get and... the title again when I get a ticket. I'll. Get involved and try to get it, but I went two or three times and it was such a pain in the ass. They were just like, you know, I don't know what you guys want from me. Hey, you just give up, right? I know, Brooke but got now a they're like, Missouri. now you got to go to court. I'm like, I got to go to court in Missouri. That doesn't sound right. I don't even know how to get there. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> what? Brooke got a ticket in Missouri not that long ago, and I paid it online. There was no, uh, and it was for expired tags. There was no mandatory. Now it had a court date. When I looked it up, it said, "Here's your court date." But I'd also say, you know, here's what you owe, and then I found a way to pay it. And then once I paid it, it said, like, okay, your court date's been canceled or whatever. Okay, well, maybe that's it. But he told me, mandatory court date, here's the Zoom meeting number, and you got to go to a Zoom meeting. Yeah, unless there was, like, something He's like, have you ever done a Zoom meeting? And I'm like, I mean, not for court. Not for court. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm sure I can figure it out if you guys send me a link. Actually, you know what? I can't figure out how to title my car, so I'm not sure (laughs) I can figure it out. But we had, I mean, when did we talk about this whole expired tag thing? The day before yesterday? Oh, yesterday we talked about it. it you yesterday? talked about flinging mud on it. Yeah, yeah. Was yesterday. that yesterday? Okay, okay so he got pulled over yeah. the same that day that yesterday. we talked about it. It was like 20 minutes. It was minutes. on my mind because I knew I was driving into Missouri. Yeah. It was like 20 minutes after. 
Now, yeah. do, do you keep an eye in your rear view because they're expired? Are you looking to see no. if there's cops? Oh, see, I do. I'm always trying to, like, if I see a cop back there, I mean, it was turn. 75th and it was packed, and yeah. he was right behind me. Right. At so, that time, it's got to be like Russia. There's, yeah. there's a ton of traffic there. And so he must have just been sitting behind me and been like, you know. I'm shocked. Like, <laughs> I'm shocked. I mean, because, it, it, yeah, it, it doesn't sound shocking. like he was doing a, a speed trap or something no. like that. And I wasn't but speeding. He didn't write me a ticket for anything else. Or he didn't say, like, you know, you're doing 45 and a 35. I'm going to rate you for the plate. Right. But a KCMO cop getting just happened to get behind you, seeing an expired tag and pulling over. And flipping their lights. It's shocking. It's shocking. It's shocking. At least for a white person. I don't know what it's like if you're a minority <laughs> member. I, you know, Very, I speak right. as a white guy in my own experiences, which Very I'm sure true. are filled with privilege. But I that is that is shocking to me. I have had KCPD officers pull up behind me in my car with expired tags and Brooks. And, you know, to say I wasn't nervous at all is a lie because you're like, oh, are they going to do anything? But they don't do anything. And so now we joke around like, they're not going to do anything. And Brooks is like real expired. And I told you, my brother, he had a a non-license plate for like eight years. Now, I did hear that they're trying to crack down on these. uh, They have a name for them. It's where these cars, they put uh, temporary tags on them that that are fake temp tags. And the cars are not really... uh, you know, traceable, trackable, whatever. So if a cop sees it and tries right. to look it up, it's, it's not, yeah, they can't figure out who that actually was. And so they're trying to like crack down on that. Lately. Yeah. And, and during COVID, of course, everybody had expired. Everyone. Temporary tags, expired regular tags. I mean, it I still feel like I can kind of coast off that excuse. Me honestly, being like, hey, man, you know, COVID. Me too. <laughs> it was a I couple know. years ago. Like, hey, you know, it's been a hell of a thing. I thought that's what we were doing because I see so Isn't that what everyone's many doing? expired <laughs> right. tags. They're and all the expired. Paper. And I read something not that long ago about how they're trying to make it easier to get tags renewed because there's so many expired it's tags. Up. And it's like, yeah, well, I guess if there's strength in I numbers. Don't, yeah. And then Lazo gets popped on a side street by KC 20 minutes after we talk about it. Right. The same day. I mean, it ha- look, it has to have something to do with them having a Kansas plate, right? It has to. I, d- cops just must You're do that. You're sure it was a KCPD cop, not, not Prairie Village. Yeah, I'm got a Missouri ticket. I got a Missouri ticket. Yeah, that's so... Prairie Village makes complete sense. Of course. Of course, like they, you know, they're known for that. They're they, very strict they around there. They're anything. proud of their, uh, you know, enforcement over there. I grew they want up people there. doing the it's, speed limit. They're assholes. And I, yeah, see I mean, I would have known. I mean, I'm not an idiot. I would have known. He said, you know, right. You got to go to court in Prairie right. Village. Right. Yeah. He said, you got to go to court in Missouri. Right. It's just, it's, it's obviously crazy because we just talked about it. But then it's also crazy because I've never really heard of such a thing. I know. I mean, in all the years that I lived in. Kansas, well, the good news is you're kind of like, you know, for 30 days, I don't have to worry about it now at all. If someone pulls you over again, you say, I already got this ticket. Right, you just give them the show them the ticket. You already got it. I'm already dealing with it. You can't do it twice. Oh, they can't. You know, there's someone in their no. car right now with expired tags in Missouri listening to this. Right. He's not looking over the shoulder. Right. Like, I have to worry about this? Right. Just, yeah, now I have to worry about this, on thing? this thing forever. I know. Hey, people are saying renewing the plates only took it. Yes. And I've done it before where I just go and they have a kiosk there. Yeah. But I went to the kiosk and it says, like, we don't have a record. It just won't let me do it. It's just a bigger There's an issue. Pain. There's the some sort of issue. Be. And I'm not great at solving issues. And they're not great. At helping me solve them. Right. They're like, yeah, well, whatever. I don't know. It's a boring thing to solve anyway. Like, right. And then I called Topeka. I was minimal. like, I just send me the title to the car. And they're like, yeah, we don't send them to people. I'm like, well, who do you who send do you them send to? It to? Who do you send it to? You, you send it to a, a, a computer system somewhere? I mean, it has to go somewhere. There has to be a way to do this. Right. I was afraid what you were going to say is when they pulled you over and they ran the tags that they said, this says that it's for a Cadillac. 
You know what right, I mean? That's yeah, what no. I was worried is that it would just say, yeah, Cadillac. Well, I mean, I did have that thought in my head because of getting arrested those years ago. Right. That's why I texted you. Right. Because I was like, I know this thing's expired. I know it came off the Cadillac. And you can't remember. Did, and I've been ever... telling that story about how I want to sue the cops from eight years ago. This is going to happen again. Yeah. So, I mean, but I had everything. I had the old temp tag. I'm like, this is the old temp tag for it. And he's like, I don't know. That moment, those lights flip on. It doesn't matter what well, you're doing. I just doing. texted Slim and was like, if I don't text you in 20 minutes, look for me. Yeah, I looked down at my phone and luckily, so I got three texts from him. It says like, just got pulled over. And then it said, if I don't text you in 20 minutes, and then I don't think it said anything. And then there was another text that said, all good. And I was like, yeah. whew, that was quite a roller coaster. Because I knew I didn't do anything wrong, but... It, but you know, like you said, when those lights flip on, I can know I have absolutely feeling. nothing on me. I've done nothing wrong. I'm still like, You're right. like there's and probably a warrant. There's the fact be with the, I've had been arrested over plates before. Yeah. I'm like, now, at least then it was the Overland Park lockup. I'm like, eh, take me downtown. Oh, yeah, you don't want to go to Jackson County. I mean, I don't <laughs> mind it, but it's just going to be a long pro. I don't want to do any of it. Yeah, like, But they're going to do it. They're going to be like, you've got the wrong plates on it. And I'm like, Ugh. Right. Yeah, it's. I mean, going to the holding cell in Overland Park is one thing. Going down there, Jackson County, just yeah. going to remind me of my old days. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to get any trouble. I know I'm not in any trouble. No, but this could just be a giant pain in my ass. That's what it would be. Yeah, uh, I still always feel like I might be in trouble somehow. Something's. Well, wrong. I know I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. I know, but it's like when I went to the DMV and they're like, "Oh, well, we had two accounts for you." It turns out for years. Right. Well, that's what so, I thought. And you worry about some sort of computer thing like that or whatever, and you go, "Wait, you think I'm who? You think I did what? A warrant for what?" There's always that fear because I've had stuff kind of like that already yeah. happened. It's usually yeah. just some sort of financial drain, yeah. but it could be worse, obviously, because it's still just a glitch. And then on top of that, you just think, what if they decide to search the car? And I don't know, do they need a warrant when the, the car's the not they registered? The car. it's like, even if I know there's nothing in here, there could right. be like, something. I don't, I don't know. know. That's it's my falling, other thing. On the floor in yeah, here exactly. And... I'd love to talk to somebody because now the cop told me they're canceled. Mm-hmm. Can I just go get new plates? Because that's easier. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're not trying to renew them. Right, I don't want to renew them. Right, I would just try to get, get brand new, new ones. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So I would just get whatever the equivalent of the uh, certification is in Kansas, because you don't need a full inspection, right? So you probably need mm-hmm. some sort of odometer reading or whatever they do. Then you need proof well, that's of insurance. Easy. That's super easy. I think mm-hmm. you can just walk into that thing. You need. Proof I just of did insurance. it the other day. Actually, in Kansas, when I went to the one I don't in think Johnson I need County, any of that because my car place. was in Kansas. Okay. It was titled in Kansas. Okay. And they do it in one in one place sometimes, right? The one over here, when I lived in Kansas, they had the thing right next door and they would like do well, it's a down the street. sort of inspection. Yeah, at the it's same like, spot. It's uh, like over I-35 in Lamar or whatever. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just pull in there. Yeah, and the, like the inspection is, they don't inspect the car. Right, if it's new enough. You yeah. lift the hood. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter what age it is because there was a whole parking lot full of people okay. with mm-hmm. me. Old beaters, mm-hmm. right? And they just pop the hood, check your title to that VIN number, number. and then hand it back to you. Yeah. So then you probably, they'll they'll do that, I'm guessing. But you don't have to do that if your car is Kansas. Well, I didn't know if it was since they canceled the tags or whatever, but maybe not. But at worst, you have to do that. So then you just need proof of insurance, a driver's license, and what else does he need? The title, which is going to be a goddamn problem. Well, it's a copy of the title, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. They have to accept a copy of the title. No one's going to send you the title. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand. They won't, and it says copy right on it. But isn't but that why would you, you give me a get? copy of a title if it's not worth if, anything? It's like uh, paying my paycheck right. in M&M's. That's what I told the lady. <laughs> I'm like, why give me this if it's not worth anything? Just what? 
Right, I don't understand. Pay me an M&M's. Like, it's the same thing. Like, it's not worth anything. Hey, we sent you the same. We thought you might want to have a look at it. What, just, just a copy of the what copy? Would... Why, what, if I can't use it, why are people sending it to me? Imagine what it would I feel like. I didn't make that. <laughs> Someone gave just it to me. <laughs> right, right. Like and you then I was like, you know what? I, I got to leave. And I just walked out of the DMV. Like, I don't even understand anymore. Yep, yep. and that yep. was that. And that's That was that, happened. and then here I am. And here we all are. And you know what? I think we should make it a summer resolution. It's a little late for New Year's resolution, but we could make it a summer resolution. To get our tags all of us up to snuff. We should, we should work on that. It'll be quite a feeling after so many years of riding dirty, yeah. you know? The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Have you guys heard of this Tiffany Dover person? Heard of her. No. No? I, I, we live in bubbles, obviously. I mean, I get on Facebook sometimes. I know that there are a lot of I people out there her. that disagree with me. But Oh, you dated this girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't you look kind of familiar? High school. She's like a, an anti-vax icon. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but uh, there's also anti-condom, which was fun about. I mean, there's good and bad with those people. Well, the thing is, she herself you is not. what you get. You know what I mean? She's not actually anti-vax. Mm. But she's well, be- she was anti-condom. She's become a, an icon for the anti-vax movement. Why is that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever hearing the story before, but, uh, you know, maybe this was just in those conspiracy theory circles. But she's a nurse, Okay. She was one of the early people to get mm-hmm. the vaccine back mm-hmm. in 2020. Sure. Okay. So uh, the hospital's like, hey, you know, this would be good to get a vaccine and then we can do like a little sure. interview about it or whatever. So she gets a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then while she's standing there uh, in front of the cameras, she faints, mm-hmm. which okay. happens I do to some people. This. You do? I do. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't remember. I mean, I know they say that you can faint. I know I've heard stories of people fainting. They make you sit there for like 15 minutes, right? Yeah. So that you don't faint, so yeah. that you don't go into shock. Totally but I left. I, I did too the second did. time. I didn't sit there. I was like, come I, on. I the second either. time. I, I watched the second time too. Yeah. The they were like, sit over here for 15 minutes. Yeah. I was at high V and I was like, you're not watching me. I'm leaving right. now. Me too. Well, the first time it was brand new and I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm not saying you're wrong for doing it. Second time, yeah, we left. And booster. But there was just like, the first time it was like when everybody was trying to get him there. It's so like a hundred people at the high V yeah. all waiting around. I'm like, I think I went in my car and sat down for a little bit. I'm like, why am I sitting with all these people who could right. have COVID yeah. right. to see if my COVID vaccine works? Like I'd be better off in my car. So I just think I just went in my car. That's true. Yeah. I, uh, I, the first time I got a vaccine, the first vaccine was the national guard. So they like, you know, ushered everyone into the stadium parking lot and then they made you, okay, you got your vaccine. Now you got to pull your I car. Think rear, about that. That's so us leave. long ago. I know. Like, we're going to give vaccines out at Arrowhead Stadium, yep. and the National Guard's going to do it. Yep. And, wow. And I remember right after the vaccine, they said, okay, crazy. you guys can leave crazy now. Crazy when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, when you look back on it, it is. And all the people who died, like, all the people who died, like, unreal. Yeah. And as we were leaving, they said, okay, you can leave now. And then they said, would you guys like a box of free masks? And I remember my brother saying, what? No, I don't want masks. I'm vaccinated. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I'll go ahead and take them. I was like, I have mm-hmm. a feeling they're going to ask us to wear these yeah. for a while. Because you did have that feeling originally, like, we get the vaccine, this will be over, everyone will get it. Uh, and that wasn't really the case. And then, the, I mean, go back before the vaccine and just think about us sitting in this studio alone yeah. in the building. And we were. I remember saying, for first I remember saying, they're not going to cancel South by Southwest. That's not going to happen. I remember. Then they canceled that, that and I was like, oh boy. Then I remember us sitting there going, this won't last till June though, right? Like by June, I was like, no, by June we'll be back to I remember when they canceled basketball. Yeah, I me too. I remember I was, that was it. Like, this is a big deal. Like Rudy yep. Gobert or something. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, that. But well, it was but the college basketball. They, yeah, but I remember when they canceled the March Madness right. and then the NBA, and I was like, and I remember NBA Tom and Hanks. Tom Hanks did, and it was like, wait, what the hell is right. this like actually going to happen? Is this like to real? me? It was like they're not. It was the cancellation of like the Big Twelve tournament yeah. and NHL yeah. and basketball. And, but the college basketball thing, I was like, that's worth. 
millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. This is serious. Yep. That's when I thought, like, if the NCAA universities and TV are going to walk away from millions. Yeah. That's, and that's just serious. play reruns of Three's Company. <laughs> right. We're really in trouble. This is going to be like something I've right. never experienced. And then, you know, it's not like it had a, an end date. I think we kind of hoped that when the vaccine came out, that would be something resembling an end date. But it, right. it just got, now, obviously, things are basically back to normal now. There are yeah. still some places that require people to wear masks, though. I know someone who just had to go do a background check, and everyone in the building still has to wear a mask. I had to put really? one on somewhere recently. I mean, even my doctor's office doesn't. My doctor's office says they're optional, but there was somewhere recently where I had to put one on. It's been a long time for me at this point because I think the last place would have been my doctor's oh, office. Oh, I had to go to an emergency room, and they make you do it still. Yep. Okay, but I think maybe because they had patients lined up, like maybe they had COVID. Right, and who knows? Right, I mean, like why are you in here? Room, you right, had COVID, yeah. put the mask on. That might just be something that we live with now forever. In the ER, is like put on a mask. It's like, oh, we don't know if it works or not. Just get in here. You know and, what I mean? you know, we don't know if any of these people are still got problems. Right. We could all have COVID. And they have to sit here for two hours sometimes right. to wait to see a doctor or longer. So anyway, Tiffany Dover, she was this registered nurse in Chattanooga. The hospital's called the CHI Memorial Hospital. So she gets the vaccine way back when. And one of the first people, and she's standing there talking to reporters, and she faints, okay? Mm-hmm. So people start flooding her Facebook page with comments and concern, and they're asking whether she was dead or alive. Then they start going so far as to say, we want proof of life. We need proof, proof of life proof sure. of life videos. Because at this point, now the rumors have started to swirl that she died. Yeah. Her Facebook page is, is deleted now, but... Um, the videos of her, or the video of her fainting is all over. You can see it. And I don't recall ever seeing it, so I just saw it. Yesterday when she started, because she's now out speaking. There was a reason she wasn't speaking for a while, which we'll get to. But this is like now she's she's talking to people. I think they're doing a podcast about her. She's being interviewed by a mm-hmm. bunch of news organizations. But so she she's obviously she was alive. Is she, but like, on, is she like grifting? Is she like cashing in on this? I don't think so. I think okay. she's just She's upset. just telling her story. She's, she's, yeah, she's telling her story. Okay. And I think she's regretful about the way the whole situation was okay. handled. Because as it turns out, you know, people start asking for this proof of life stuff. We need proof of life videos. Me me too. Make some money off of this. Absolutely. But CHI Memorial Hospital confirmed in a December 19th statement on Twitter that Dover was doing well and still alive. It said, update, Nurse Tiffany Dover appreciates the concern for her. She is home doing well. She asked for privacy for her and her family, the hospital wrote. The statement said that she has a medical condition that caused her to faint. Now, the Mm. thing is, according to her now, she's like, I wanted to talk to people. Like, yo, I'm alive. Here I am. Uh, that that should shut people up. Yeah, she claims that the hospital's like, don't do that. And sh- uh, if I read this correctly, it was like the hospital's worried if you were to, even though it's a one in a million shot, if you were to faint again or something while doing another video. Yeah, I'm like, well, what? You wouldn't have to do it live. She could have just recorded yeah. a video. And she wasn't saying, I'm going to get the vaccine again and take a video. She was just saying, you know, I should talk to these people. And the hospital thought the best way for this thing to kind of put out this fire is to just let us handle it and just kind of ignore I've these people. There. Yes, in some companies. Well, I don't, right? Hey, I am not. If you are Laszlo's PR mm-hmm. uh, emergency client, 90% of the time, I'm going to say, like, don't engage these people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a very small amount of people, and when you engage them and talk to them, you're not going to win. 
Nothing Meaning, you do will convince them. So either you say, hey, I'm fine. I have this condition. They're nope. going to be like, did you have that condition before? Look at the that's a look at the boss behind that's her. A that's a, yeah. She's screaming for help. That's what I thought. She's making a white supremacist thing yeah, with right. her fingers. Like, yeah. no, nope, we're not talking twist. to them. Do not, not engage. Don't engage. You will engage. never convince these people. They will nope, not Don't engage. You can't. Yeah, you so can't. Her, her entire life is based on the fact that Nothing like, is real. That nothing is real, and that they have right. the truth. Like right. you will never. Convince right, that's them. my thing. So I get why she wants to do it, but you have to be like, you, I, I really think it's a bad idea. Well, Just let it go. Her family members posted on social media. They, you know, said, "Hey, look, she's alive. She's well." But they also, the family said, the hospital asked her not to comment on social media, which Tiffany's now come out and said the same thing. It says one person who claimed to know her wrote on a Facebook post, "Quote: I spoke with the family. She is fine." other than being harassed by a mob of ignorant people. Mm -hmm. So you did have family and friends talking about her on social media, Mm -hmm. but she was not to talk on social media. Mm -hmm. Now, she now coming out doing these interviews has said, basically, I think that that added more fuel to the fire because people just thought, well, if she's okay, where the hell is she? Why aren't we hearing from her? Why aren't we seeing from her? Obviously, this is a cover-up. She thinks she should have handled things differently. This is something that's happened to me my whole life. I do have episodes where I pass out. But in that moment, a conspiracy theory was born. People thought that I was dead. People thought that I was an actress paid to do this, that I was paid off by Big Farm. It was completely overwhelming, to be honest. I had people showing up at my house. I had people reaching out to my friends, my family. I even received death threats. Were you afraid for your family? Absolutely, yes. Now, how are you receiving death threats if you think you're already dead? You know what I mean? And why death threats if... You were a victim of this vaccine that they're trying to warn Right, that you say about. is bad. Like, hey, you're proof that this vaccine doesn't work, so I'll she's, kill you. She's got to be talking <laughs> Wait, about why? If Big Pharma paid her off, like they're saying, if, if that's Big what they Farm. thought, Big Pharma paid, paid her off, then they must thought, oh, well, she's alive, but they paid her off to talk about the side effects that she's experienced, including the faint. Maybe that's it, and like, we'll kill you, the damage that you're doing. Because well, she, she's falling into the sense. trap of the... Being right, naive exactly. that I can convince these people if I just show here a video. Here you are right now. You you're you here it. You're in it. Yeah. You're in it now. You cannot convince them. So she says, you know, they told me um, that she wasn't supposed that she's not supposed to get on social media, wasn't supposed to. And she said, so all I could do was watch. Um, and she became the worst kind of internet celebrity. She trended on every social media platform as fact checkers around the world worked to dispel reports of her death. And as theories about her evolved, spun up by a phenomenon researchers call participatory misinformation. Mm, mm-hmm. That's this show, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're willing to participate. It's well, participatory. Howard's pissed right now. Participatory yeah. misinformation. Yes. On Instagram, uh, users flooded posts of her children with demands that she speak. People hounded her husband on Facebook and branched out to social media pages of extended family members, colleagues, and acquaintances, urging them to come clean about what really happened to Tiffany and the cover-up afterward. They made websites. They started Facebook groups. They recorded songs about her, which oh, I that's listened, nice. I listened to some to of the those. clips of some of those songs. Where I know hey, you're not. yeah, let's hear they, them. They played some cl- I yeah. don't have it up here right now. I didn't pull it over here, but... It's, cool. uh, you know, Tiffany. How do you tease us with that? And then not. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, they, they built these websites. Yeah, a song. And, okay, well, I'll find, I'll find a song. I'll play you a clip of the song that I heard earlier. I'll find it and I'll pull it up for you. Anyway, the point is she's now decided she's going to come out and talk about this. And to me. And I th- bet it'll change because, their minds. Because I live in a bubble. I, I constantly try and tell people, like, it's not as bad as they're telling you. It's not as bad as the media would have you believe. What? We, just everything. We don't hate each other as much as they we think. We do hate so, each some other. Some people do. But. 
this is really the good thing for me is I'm a liberal, but I hate both of them. That's kind of how I feel. <laughs> I hate liberals and conservatives. I hate yeah. you both. I do too. And so I just no, think, I vote with all... you liberals, so shut your pie holes. But right. I hate Same. both of you. God, you drive me crazy. Exactly. So and I just assume everyone kind of feels that way. Like, even there were people who vote Republican, like, they annoy me too. And I'm like, that's probably most of us, right? right. Yeah. Most of us are, are somewhat annoyed by both sides, even if it's the side that you're voting for. But I vote right down party lines, but God damn, you guys are annoying sometimes. Oh, God. Uh, the media makes it seem like we're ready to kill each other. I'm like, no, we're not. But then when I see stuff like this, I'm like, man, I just, it's because I stick my head in the sand. I choose to ignore this stuff. If I saw a video of Tiffany fainting and they were like, she's dead, I'd be like, I'm not watching this. This is stupid. I don't want to hear anything else about this. And then it goes on for, you know, however many years, two and a half years. Uh, and websites are built, songs are written, colleagues. I mean, think about being a colleague of someone who got a vaccine that you barely know. It's someone at work. And they're like, Lazo, I swear to God, I'll come after your family if you don't tell me what happened to, you know, Alan. And you're like, who the hell's Alan? And like, right. You work with him. You're like, what the hell happened to him? Like, he died getting a vaccine. By you the know way, it. also, if it was one of our coworkers, we'd be like, I know that your friend died from getting a vaccine. If you don't tell me that he died from getting a vaccine, I'd be like, he died from getting he a vaccine. I don't, I don't care. Just shut up. I don't care. <laughs> Go back to your house and do whatever <laughs> you do. I don't, like, I don't have time for you. Like, I mean, I have, I really do have all the time in the world. I don't do much, but I don't want to. <laughs> so I don't want to. The big debate, you've already answered the question, I guess, is um, she says that there would have been moments that would have been perfect to speak out. And she's like, you know, yes, I did pass out. That can be a side effect. You can pass out from getting the vaccine, but that's okay because it can also save your life. So it's worth it. And she says the silence is ultimately what flamed this. Mm -hmm. The reason I brought it to you was because I thought you might take issue with that. I also thought maybe you'd say no. The way it turned out, maybe she should have said something. No, there's things you can get into arguments about. And there's things you can debate people online about. And and you can do it. And I do think silence at certain times is bad. Yeah. Is really bad. Like, you have to confront people in this business. Like, you know, when they're like, your show sucks, you suck, blah, blah, blah. Take them on. Head first. Like, go ahead. Right? That's fine. Agreed. But if it's a conspiracy theory against you with people who aren't ever going to believe you anyway, then I really think silence is probably your best. Or like, what are you going to do? Right. Every time they say, so like I said, the, that picture behind you is a picture of, you know... Monet's cry for help, and now we know you're being held captive, and you're like, no, every time you take a picture of the picture, no, I bought this at a, right? Like, you're never going to, it's not going to end. Right. Right? So, to me, that's it. If it's something like, you know, you suck, or like something you can just fight directly and be like, no. But you, you can't. But because these the, people's entire existence is based on the yeah, fact that right. they're right and they Not, know the truth. And right. if you prove them wrong, it's like flat earthers. They well, will never, right. ever, even, ever right. because it means that they're wrong. And, By they the, and you wrong. can't prove them wrong. You yeah, can't. You it's can't. impossible. You can't. Because they will impossible. never accept it. Facts don't change their minds because right. there's no such thing as facts. Because you're lying about the facts. We also right. have the end of that flat earth thing on Netflix when the guy does the experiment with the holes right. and the boards and he holds right. the light up and he just says, oh. Interesting. But, and then it goes right back to, well, there's something wrong. Right. Like, yeah. Obviously, there's something wrong with my equipment. Exactly. Yeah, they'll so never be convinced. I, I agree with you guys. And I just, her whole thing of regret, it's like, Tiffany, I'm, I don't know that you could have well, prevented this. Well, I could this. see her looking back on it being like, maybe I should have done something different. Sure. I mean, right. Of course. I, I'm just saying, as someone who's done a lot of this, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. It could have been a yes, lot worse. Really right. I mean, and not even, maybe... You know what? Maybe it wouldn't have been worse. Well, I don't know. But it wouldn't wouldn't have been less. How about that? It wouldn't have been less. One day they cry.
everyone, please go back inside. There's a spooky disease. Oh, I like this. Get all your kids. One of the better ones. Scare them to bits. Rob them of their innocence. Yeah. We'll call it all in self-defense. 5,000 fireflies. That's the song. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy. Is he that him? It sounds like it. Maybe that's what he's up to these days. I like it. Where's Tiffany Dover? I've searched this whole wide world over, and all I've found is a hollow sound of a dream that she's still alive. The church. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yo. Yo. All right. I don't know if I should tell you this or not. Maybe not. I don't know. No, but go it, ahead, please. It, 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 I thought it was funny, but it happened yesterday, and I just completely forgot to tell you. The, the timing of it was really amazing. I come upstairs. Like, I got to work. I come up the elevator. I come upstairs, and um, someone that we've worked with for a long, long time, she's upstairs, which I don't see her upstairs hardly ever. Who? Uh, the the one who sends out all the uh, emails about anniversaries, birthdays, okay, helps us it. with our payroll, sure. stuff like that. One who gets me Royals tickets. Yeah, super nice. One of, one of my favorites, Lynn. And she tells me as I'm coming around the corner, Snow comes and knows, knows what I'm about to say. Shut up. She this goes, not why he's going to He's going to lie goes, through his teeth right She goes, now. this is 100% true. She, I can tell the way his face is already. Right. So I'm just like ready to walk away. He's so turning she, red. I'm and about smiling, to. Yeah. Pissing me Look, off. He already it, is there. It was like a sitcom. It was so silly. It was like a sitcom. Because she says, Lying you know, through his I say, teeth. hey, how are you? She's like, good. She's like, listen, just so you know, there are some high school kids taking a tour right now. So your door's propped open. She's like, you know, they're walking around. You don't have to talk to them. But yeah, she's like, they're just walking around taking a look. They won't be here for very long. And I said, okay, yeah, no problem. And so then I walk a few more steps. I walk into this studio where the door is open and Snow Cone's standing here. Oh, hey, how's it going? And he goes, dude, he's like, did you see her? And I'm like, (laughs) who? who, Lynn? Lynn? And he goes, no, he's like, that hot girl. And I was like, hot girls? Like, yeah, there's some hot girls walking around. And I was like, you mean the high school girls? He's like, there's they're not in high school. I was like, I promise you. Because I what, just, what just talked to someone sure. and she told me there's high school kids up here. And he goes, oh, hmm. I thought she was older. I was like, I was like 40 <laughs> feet away. I couldn't tell. 
I don't know. Look, I didn't see them. I will say I didn't see them. I was back by and your maybe, office. Maybe they had a hot teacher with them. I don't know. But I just thought it was super funny that she tells me, hey, there's some high school kids taking a tour. Yeah. And then I come around the corner and Snoke is like, mm-hmm. hey, there's some super hot I girls I was back by home. your office and I saw someone like that. It looked like they could be hot. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. It looked like so they could be hot. <laughs> right. I didn't know they were high schoolers. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I didn't know. Jesus Christ. I didn't. Anyway, and look. I didn't see them. Like I said, so it could have been there was saw a teacher. After that either. Maybe you saw, she maybe saw a teacher. I, I never saw him after that. Oh, but the one you saw that you thought was hot. Was From she down hot? the hall in the distance, it looked like she could be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, that's why I said I don't even I know if I should the tell hall. the story. I was like 30 it's feet away. So creepy and just, I'm sure, off putting to people to hear Jesus us Christ. talk about. But I was like, man, the timing of it, it's just, it was too good. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. I can't about. believe you didn't bring that up yesterday. I, was I totally for forgot. I know. Well, long. I was all excited. We had uh, other stuff going on. We had the neural. What you thing. look like? When the Neuralink guy happened, when you he brought that up, you. I was like, oh my God. He thank, saved you. Thank God this guy showed up. Yeah. Because I knew for sure it was going to be the first thing you talked about. It was supposed to be the first thing I, I talked about. I knew it was going to be. But then we met that guy with the. God, I was so happy to hear about that guy. Chip implant. So. Is she back? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just going to go with the theory that maybe it was their teacher walking them around. Because. I was just looking it's at not old, like a young girl. I know that. I, I was looking at old pictures over the weekend, and I saw some pictures of some of my teachers, and you know, some good-looking teachers. I know Lazlo said he didn't have any, but none. Those days, not one good-looking teacher. So it's so funny. I saw someone else say that on the internet. Uh, it sounded like you. It was a story about a teacher sleeping with kids. I think it was a video of a woman that had been arrested, and this guy said, "I don't get it." He was like, "There were literally no no teachers that even came close to being attractive anytime from elementary school through high school." And he said how old he was, and I was like, yeah. he's a Gen Xer. And it yeah. just, I was like, is it Lazo? But his age was like two years off. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's just, um, it was a generational None. thing. When I was a little kid, there weren't any, I don't recall. But then by high school, they started None. to show up. And they were really flirtatious, too. Some, some of them. It was bizarre. We had a few of them that were, they didn't really Like I've said me, about but... it before, like if anybody, if one of my friends came back and said, man, I had sex with our teacher, I'd be like, Jesus, man. Oh, no. <laughs> right. You were drugged or raped by the football coach? Like, <laughs> what we got to call, what, whatever happened, we need to call the police. Yes. That is not something you did because you wanted to. Right. And that's not saying we should call the police because obviously you should call the police anyway if a high school student sleeps with the teacher, but you get what It wasn't was something saying. he was bragging about. Exactly. It would not be something to brag about. It would be, no, oh, it would be God. like, this, you, this has scarred me I'm, emotionally for life. I'm opening up to you. Yeah, I have yeah. to tell you this. So, uh, speaking of kids, I said this whole article about uh, kids paying for stuff. Obviously, things have gotten more expensive. There's inflation. Uh, each generation's had their own tough roads that they've had to go through. For millennials, a lot of millennials entered the workforce during the recession. So, they had all this college debt, and then there were no jobs. And so, that was a problem for millennials. And now you've got Gen Zers who are entering the workforce, and inflation's really high. So, the thing that you hear more and more about is kids who live with their parents longer. Kids who get, you know, not kids, but people who get help from their parents Mm -hmm. longer. And the first thing this article talked about was the percentage of uh, adults who say they've made serious financial sacrifices to help their adult children. Now, first of all, if the the parents make over $100,000 a year, they're far less likely to say they've made a serious financial, uh, you know, that they've hurt themselves financially to help their adult child. Okay. If they make under $100,000, especially around, I think, the, the... price range that gives like 50000 they're much more likely to say, I've you know, lost well, yeah, savings. I've had of course, to probably because $1,100 is different. Exactly. I've had to make serious right. sacrifices. And the percentage of people overall, they do these polls, I guess, every year or every couple of years, and they say, hey, if you had an emergency expense of $1,000 right now, 
do you have a thousand dollars that you would pay that emergency expense? Let's say ER or your car or whatever. You have a thousand dollars. Can I use credit? Well, that's the question. Do you would you use actual money to pay for it, or would you have to use credit or borrow or whatever? And that depends on the day. Yeah. Right. Right now, I'm using credit. Right. We can pay Friday. Right. Friday, I'll pay cash. Yeah. You just had to. You got that car and everything else, and we're yeah. like two days away from payday. So yeah. this is a time where you're like, I'm going to have to charge that if I can. Yeah. But the percentage of people who've said that they would be able to pay that thousand dollars out of savings has continued to go down, which we see that all the time too. The average, you know, savings amount that baby boomers had at whatever age compared to kids or, or young adults now. So the question became, when should children? Uh, you know, of their parents, their adult children, when should they start paying for stuff themselves? And each generation has their own opinion. Okay. So, like, if you go, I'm not going to do the overall because I don't think it matters. I'd rather look at it by generation. So if you look at baby boomers, when should someone start making their own car payment? What age? And what would you say is a good age to start making your own car payment? I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, I mean. So if they're in college, I can help them. Okay. If they decide not to go to college and take a job route, then, you know, you got to start paying your own car payment. Right. I think, uh, you know, I have... And by the way, you know, that's fine. I'm not punishing you for not going to college. But if you're making money and you're working, you know... Yeah. It's weird, too, because they do car payment. They do car insurance. Now, like, Baby Boomer said 20. By 20, you should be making your own car payment. By 19, they said you should be paying for your car insurance. What time... What age should you be paying for your own cell phone bill? They said 19 as well. Which, okay, I mean, that sounds, I, you know, okay. I have to, so the thing is, and I'm not trying to do like a, oh, woe is me, I was such a poor kid, but just in all honesty, my parents didn't have a lot of money. So I forgot growing up a lot of times, even as I became a young adult, I would have, you know, good friends of mine who would do things, they would buy things, maybe they even decided they were going to try and start a business or whatever. And I was always like, how, I know what he makes, I know what I make, I know what his car payment is, you know, and I'm thinking like, how does he have any money? But it, I would just forget like, his parents are giving him money. Right. They're helping him with this, you know, because that's just not something that I thought about. Sure. My parents might be able to help me in a real emergency. Like, I need money for gas right. until Friday, or I need money for food until Friday. And, like, right. okay, you know, here's 20 bucks. But the idea of, like, I need some thousands of dollars because I'd like to do this or because I need to pay this off, that was never a thing. I think, Snowcone, you can kind of relate to that, oh, too, right? Sure. Well, no, your yeah. stepdad had cash, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if, if I needed help, like he but said. But you lived in Lee. I mean, he had cash. No, he, Maybe he, he didn't give it to you. No, he definitely had money. We grew up in Leewood. Right. Know, he had money. But how but old he did he, he give he it to you or not? No, I mean, he died in 08, so I was just like, just a. I would have been like a year out of high school at that time. So that's um, about the time you start needing to ask for help. I need rent money or a down payment, you know, security deposit for a new place, a car payment, whatever. Yeah, and he, high he left us some money. Well, well if he, he, didn't grow up fast. he didn't go to college, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. He was a year out of high school or a year? I would have been a year. I would have graduated in 07, so but I 19. dropped out. Yeah. yeah, around that. Yeah. Okay, so but so then you had plenty of time. Was he giving you money during high school before that? No. He wasn't? No. Hmm. I mean, I, I had jobs throughout high school. I, again, right. if, I, if I needed help, they would help me for sure. Right. But I, uh, I had jobs. You know, Once I got out of high school, I had a job and was paying my bills. Yeah, stuff. that was my thing, too. I got a job in junior high, and then I just ca- I had a job all that whole time. So if I wanted right. something, I knew, like, I'll save up for it, pay for it. And I don't want to make it right. sound like my parents didn't help me because they definitely did. It was just different. You know, their ability to help was different than my friends. And you always kind of project when you think about other people or your friends, especially when they're the same well, age. And I, mean, I, I guess I would say he, he helped me. When he died, he left me a little bit of money. It wasn't, right. you know, a huge amount because he had a lot of other kids with right. my, my, my sisters. So... That helped with like a down payment to a car. Sure. I mean, I don't know if I want to say that's helping me because I would 
obviously trade it, but right, I, but that, it was, yeah, but it was <clears throat> like when he died, he wanted to make sure that he gave you something yeah. to show that uh-huh. he appreciated yeah. you on this earth. That's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. And my parents did help me with my car, and uh, but there were things like you know I I always paid for my own cell phone. Of course, things were a little different too. But my friends had cell phones. I know they were on family plans or whatever. But I I paid for that stuff. I paid for my car insurance, things like that. But uh, and like I wanted to take a trip. I wanted to travel out of the country when I was a senior. I saved up for that. You know, luckily it was so I had but... jobs in high school. But that was my my money, and it was yeah. like my fun money. Yeah. So my dad, like I couldn't say, hey, dad. I'm, I mean, I could, but I couldn't be like, hey, I, I, give me 50 bucks. I'm going out tonight. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, well, you work. Right. But he took care of my car, my gas, my insurance, okay. everything like that was taken care of. So he was like, well, you work. Just use that 300 bucks or whatever yeah. you're making. That's what you go out on. Right. Yeah. I think I had friends. I'll take care of everything this, else. I assume they were probably doing the same thing. That's Looking back did. at the time, I didn't realize it. But looking back, I'm like, yeah, they were probably paying for their insurance and stuff like that. So I can find myself being a bit of an old fuddy-duddy. Sometimes I'll hear somebody say, you know, well, this person, they're 25 or whatever, their parents pay for their cell phone. I'm like, why are their parents paying? Or that they're getting them a car, you know, and they're helping them make payments. I'm like, why are their parents helping them do this? But I understand I'm projecting, you know, because it's like just because I had to make a car payment doesn't mean that that was necessarily the right thing to do. But I do think, and this article kind of gets into, there are... Uh, examples, and we probably all know someone whose parents helped them so much that it really kind of hindered them when they became adults. They paid for their cars, they paid for their gas, they paid for their clothing, they paid for everything, and they even maybe helped them pay for their first house. And right. I have, I know some people like this, and then when it was really me. time to grow up and they were 30, I mean, they, but I have like friends who, they paid for everything. They, were, they paid for the car, they bought them a lawnmower, they helped them buy the house, the whole thing. You're saying that was you too? Yeah, my dad helped me buy my first house for sure. Okay, because the, the people I know who did that it seems like they get to a certain age where they were really overwhelmed. Like the idea that, you know, they felt trapped by this job. I don't want to have to do this, but then realize they're going to have to keep working because if they want to make their house payment, they're going to have to make their house payment. And I know you're saying your dad helped. Maybe I'm not explaining well enough because the people that I'm talking about, they really, their parents paid for everything. Every single thing they needed, they just bought for them. Any, I, anything they wanted, they bought for them. I want a new guitar. Okay. They bought well, a new guitar. Well, I don't think guitar. that would be the case yeah, when I was an like adult, that. but spoiled certainly kids. without a. Uh, Without his help for a down payment of the house, I wouldn't have gotten one. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, he bought me a car. Right. My parents, Certainly. My parents helped me with my car uh, because that I That I drove here in. Yeah, I remember You know, that. so, yeah. you know, helped me furnish my house. Okay. So that's a lot. Yeah, so that, that was yeah. a lot of help for sure. My parents, I bought my first car for $300. It was a Volkswagen. And then my dad, by the time I turned 16, didn't want me driving it. So... I got, you know, my parents helped me get a car. My brothers were furious because they hadn't helped my brothers get cars when they were 16. But right. I was like, well, they're taking my car away. So that's the deal. So I was definitely spoiled of the four. Uh, yeah, kids. I don't know. Uh, Does Do they say it hinders kids? Well, so there are kids. Yes, they just talk about kids who the, the everything is paid for them for so long that they get to a point that when they do have to take care of themselves, they feel overwhelmed. They, apparently, they can be more likely to be depressed and, and uh, anxious just because they suddenly feel this, oh, my God. I have to do all this. And they've never really thought about that stuff before because it's always just sort of been there. It's always sort of existed. Now, for a lot of people, they may have enough money that those kids never really have to worry about it because even into adulthood, they're going to leave the money. Yeah, but even if they the don't money. have enough money, my thought would be, do they have more of an opportunity to explore their goals? Exactly. That's the. That's so the, are you checking that? Like, is that against your study? So maybe the kids who get everything paid for but don't achieve their goals, maybe it's harder for them. But what about kids... We have everything paid for them. They go to college. They get out, right? And then they achieve whatever goal that is. Right. 
Uh, because the big thing for me, <clears throat> my dad used to say this. So I'd be in Florida working in radio at minimum wage, right? Yeah. And I'd have no money or whatever. And if I needed a new starter, my dad would take care of it. Like my starter broke my car. And I'd be like, all right, right, I got you. But then he would also say, I'd be like, Dad, I, I'm 20. I've been on my own since I was 17. i got to come home. Like, I, I can't do it anymore. It's not working. And he'd be like, well, just stick it out a couple more weeks. And if you want to come home, you can come home. Yeah. Well, just, and it was like this safety net. Of knowing. Of knowing that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. That allowed me to pursue my goals and dreams and move and move and move and chase radio and do everything that I wanted to do because there was a safety net. I know that's privilege. There was a safety net. Yep. And so that safety net allowed me opportunity. Yep. And they do talk about that. Right. Kids who have, or, you know, adult kids who have that that safety net that feeling of like well if this doesn't work worst case scenario right i'm gonna have to ask my parents for help that they are able to explore pursue dreams, and right. pursue things that you know other kids uh, sure. may not because they think i gotta get a job now i gotta start making these car payments right. i gotta find a place to live whatever i'm gonna get evicted i just gotta take this job then you get right. into it right? right but you know if you have a safety net from a parent or somebody else, I think it does allow you to pursue goals. Absolutely. So baby boomers, they're the ones who say Which, by the way, I also think is why we don't, and people, you know, there's going to be people arguing this, is part of the reason why I don't think we have universal health care and a lot of other things. Because of that safety net? Because I think it's a safety net for people who will then leave the workforce and go try to do whatever it is they want to do. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because I mean, you're no longer you working. Not, you know, if you go do that, you're working for you. Yep. If you, you know, are you know, quote unquote, enslaved to a car payment and a mortgage and a house payment and a job, you're working for them. Yep. You know, like right now I work for them. Yep, absolutely. But if I could go out and do whatever I wanted, then I work for me. And you might be more likely to start a business. Exactly. All those things, of course, absolutely. So I know we're running out of time here, but baby boomers, just to get, rehash real quick, car payment, car insurance, uh, cell phone bills, uh, subscription services like Netflix, baby boomers, it's all 20 and 19, right around 2019, mm -hmm. okay? Now, Gen X... Car payment, car insurance, cell phone, uh, subscription services like Netflix, 20 and 19. So, you know, pretty much the same as the uh, baby boomers. Now you go to millennials and you start to go up a year. So they're saying car payment, early 20s, maybe 21. Car insurance, around the same, right? Cell phone bill, 20. So all of it just goes up about a year. You go down to Gen Z, and now Gen Z has gone up another year. So Gen Z saying car payment, 22. Health insurance, 24. Which, by the way, health insurance, I thought you... Isn't part of the Affordable Care Act that you can stay you on your parents until you're 27 right. or something? I don't know. I it was 25 or Maybe 26. it's 25. Okay. Yeah. I just know it was it was longer. Yeah, it like, was longer. When do you start to pay for your own health insurance? Netflix, credit card bills, all that stuff, 21. The credit card bills thing does make me laugh because I just look back on my credit card bills that I had. Um, and they vary. You know, baby boomers say credit card bills, 19. And then as you get older, the uh, Gen Zers say 21. The credit cards that I had, the first one I ever got was a Target credit card, you know. I was 18, like, you qualify, $2,000. I was like, mm. uh, okay. And then I got, like, an old Navy credit card. There's no way in hell I could have gone to my parents and said, listen, I'm late on this stupid thing, and they say that, you know, I'm in a lot of trouble. Like, that was my that was my thing. At that point, yeah. you know, it was my credit card. It was uh, – I never would have thought, like, I need you guys to pay my credit card bill. That wasn't a thing. I know people do the cell phone thing. I never did that, but I know people do it, and I think a lot of people do it now into their – into their mid-20s sometimes, and their parents just keep them on the family plan. I mean, I understand part of the allure to it. 
cheaper to do it on a family plan, right? We're already paying for it. Right. Are you trying to punish them by saying uh, you got to take it well, off? Are they really going to learn something? Plus, you don't have kids, so just and I, I'd hate to use that as an argument. No, it is an argument. But my argument to that would be, why do I keep my cell phone? Because I want to get in touch with It'd them. Be in touch with them. Yep. <laughs> like I don't want them to be like, well, can't afford a cell phone. I'm like, well, where are you? Yep. I, I mean, I'll come over Sunday. Right, yep. like no, I want to be able to know that I can get in touch with you. So I totally. When I was a kid, I had a pager. Right, I paid yeah. for it. And at one point, I, my mom was so mad when I got it, like, "This is so stupid. You're not a drug dealer." And I didn't need it, but I had it. And then eventually, got rid of it and got a little cell phone. And then I decided the cell phone was too expensive, and I was going to cancel it. And my mom said, "I heard her tell my dad if he cancels that, we're right. going to get him a cell phone plan. Yeah, because it's been you know being able to get a hold of him. I don't want to yeah. lose I don't that. Want, yeah, and I was like, oh, I should just let him pay for it. But I ended up going to Singular and. Back when AT&T was singular, I think I still owe them a little bit of money, which is why I can't go back right. to them anymore. Hopefully that's all over with now. I think we're on good terms, oh, but sure. I haven't checked lately. The Church of Alaska. Yo. Yo. We're going to doom scroll here in a minute? We are going to doom scroll here in a minute. Plenty good. to talk about. Uh, more toxic fumes being spewed into the air in America. More Perfect. toxic soil. Remember the East Palestine thing? They had to clean up all that toxic oh, yeah. sludge, toxic soil. I don't know what they call it exactly. I've seen it called toxic soil a few times. One of the trucks carrying the toxic soil to try and get it out of there and put it wherever they're putting it in that other town, uh, it just crashed and just spilled it all over the place, like 20,000 pounds of it or something. Hmm. So we have a real problem, it seems, lately. Maybe the news is just covering it more, but I feel like we're having a lot of environmental issues cleaning up after ourselves. Okay. I don't know. Did you see the fire yesterday that's still, as far as I know, still See, I started it. I thought you might have started it. That yeah. totally looked like a Laszlo move for yeah. sure. And then huge surprising news. A Republican governor of a very Republican state is like, yo, we need more gun laws. Let's do this. Did you see that? No. Yeah, it's happening. I mean, it looks okay. like it's happening. We'll I talk mean, about you've it. You've piqued my curiosity. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, doom scroll, baby. All right, there was a huge fire at an Indiana recycling plant. And if you saw the video of it, it looked horrible and residents were asked to evacuate. Also following evacuations underway in Indiana, massive fire burning in Richmond, Indiana. That's right on the state line with Ohio. The fire erupting at a recycling plant there. A huge column of black smoke filling the sky. More than 2,000 residents urged to evacuate tonight. Over 2,000 residents urged to evacuate. It's just such a weird thing. The whole... Residents urged to evacuate. If I saw right. that in the news, it was because there was a hurricane coming. Yeah, or, right. Or it was in a movie, and they were like, hey, Fire. right, we're worried about the nuclear plant or something. And it, that happened in movies a lot. But to say, you know, you need to evacuate because there's toxic fumes, that's just, I don't know, I don't really remember that happening ever. Now we've had the thing in East Palestine, or is it East Palestine? What is it, Snowcone? Palestine or Palestine? Palestine. Palestine. East Palestine. All those people told to evacuate, and we don't know if that place will be safe to live uh, 10 years from now, 100 years right. from now. They're not sure. Then you have this huge fire at this uh, plant. There, by the way, in between then, we had more train derailments and a couple more fires with train derailments uh, in populated areas. Now we have this fire at the recycling plant, thousands being told to evacuate, and then a truck that was carrying 40,000 pounds of toxic soil from that East Palestine accident. Uh, crashes and spills that toxic soil all over. Oh, this isn't working now. So. Cleanup efforts gone wrong in East Palestine after a truck carrying toxic soil overturns right there on the highway. Ohio State Highway Patrol saying that a vehicle carrying 40,000 pounds of contaminated soil hit a ditch and then a utility pole before overturning on its right side. 
officials estimating about 20,000 pounds build under the road. Okay, so every morning I wake up, I open my laptop, and I start looking at the news. And, of course, there's always been the Florida stories. You read a story and you go, this has to be Florida. Or it just starts with a headline, Florida man, Florida woman. We all know about the Florida stuff. But I'm telling you, if you start paying attention lately, over the course okay. of the last six months or so, and you read something bad happened, there's a good chance it happened in Ohio. Even whether it's the giant I massive agree. fire or if it's the teacher, the bus driver screaming at the kids and telling them to go F themselves. I've just gotten to the point now where I'm like, I wonder if this was Ohio. And yes, it turns out to be Ohio. Now, that just could be some sort of perceptual bias. But I'm telling you, I feel like Ohio's having a rough go of it lately. Yeah. And they're trying to clean up this mess, and then they drive it to some other town and spill it again. So now that town's got toxic sludge all over the ground. Ohio, man. I know you're not a fan. I'm not a fan. So... And I don't know, like, I'm going to get more toxic sludge. What would have happened if you got offered a radio job in Ohio? I worked in Toledo. Oh, that's right, of course. So you want, you, you'd still take a job there. It's just yeah, not ideal. Snowcone, this next one's for you, my man. Okay. Yesterday, you could not stop talking about those high school girls. Or, sorry, oh, sorry, I'm, I mean, up. not the high school girls, the show, Succession, right? Yeah. So all you were talking about, it was obviously a big show. I don't watch it, but I know lots of people were talking about it. Now, have you heard the big drama around this episode. No, I've not. And the LA Times. No. So the LA Times, and I'm not going to spoil anything here because mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, but the LA Times in their headline spoiled this episode, which is episode, I'm assuming somebody dies or something. It seems like it's a big deal, whatever it is. A huge deal. Like probably the biggest it's, deal in the show. It was a big deal. Yesterday, Snowcomb was saying it might be the biggest thing that's ever happened in a, a TV drama that I've I ever seen. I don't think I ever said that. But. You, you said, people on Twitch will remember, you said something about it might be the greatest TV moment or something. You were saying that. I thought it was one of the best TV episodes I've ever seen. Okay, okay. So uh, it's obviously something big that happened, and the LA Times puts it right there. Now, the show had already aired. It's not like they right. did it before it came out, but a lot of people watch shows later when they get time. Yeah. They watch it on demand. Yeah. You try not to spoil stuff. You know, there's a, there's a window. We can talk about the end of the sixth sense now. We're allowed to. Yes, right. of course. I think there's it's a safe. There's You're a right. window, and it, some of them are and obvious. And the next some day is obvious. not that window. I don't think it is either. This morning, <laughs> fans are up in arms because the show with many secrets just had a major one spilled. So following Sunday night's jaw-dropping new episode, the LA Times revealed a major plot twist in the headline of an article, oh my gosh. making it unavoidable oh. for readers to learn mm. the fate of one of the show's main characters. Oh no! Now, the LA Times, it seems like they're trying to defend themselves because I saw they posted an article it said, readers react to our fictional succession obituary as strongly as you'd expect. And then they start talking about okay. things that, uh, you know, again, would probably spoil the show. So I won't go into it, but it does seem like. And they said it's one of the best shows on television. It's a major entertainment event. That's mm-hmm. their words. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe when people get that angry, you just kind of say, yo, sorry. I guess we shouldn't have talked about it yet. Or, right. or you just own it. That's where you have to go to Laszlo, Laszlo Crisis Management, and say, what do we do? People are pissed. We wrote a headline that spoiled yeah. this, and, and they're furious. And, you know, is any press good press? Spoil something else. Right. Just be like, wait, guys. Yeah, wait we're the, we're a this. newspaper, and guess what? We talk about what just happened. That's what yeah. we do. So if you don't want the news, watch it. Then just watch the Watch damn it when show. it comes out. Yeah, watch it when it comes out. If we're going to have discussions about these popular shows. I don't understand why people are angry. Like, I mean,. It's a show, and it happened. Right. So what, because you had uh, a dentist appointment or you had to take your kid to ballet, then nobody gets to talk about it? Right. It's a huge like, show. This is you. Like, watch it or don't. Exactly. It happened, and people talk about stuff that happens after it happened. That's the way it goes. Right. Like, if I tape the Michigan game, 
which I do a lot, and then go home and watch it. If somebody says to me, yo, do you see that touchdown? I'm like, damn. But I'm not mad at them. Right. I know it's because yeah, uh, I, I didn't prioritize that. Yep, I missed it. Now I caught the ending. Damn. Right. Oh, well. But that's the risk you take by not watching it with everyone else. Of course. It's a group event. Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's water cooler talk. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be able to talk about it. And the newspaper reports on what people are I'm talking about and what's going on in the news. I don't think it, I think we've gotten to this weird place w- w- since we hit the golden age of television where everyone's like, shh, don't talk about it. Don't talk about Breaking Bad. Don't talk. What if someone hasn't watched it yet? Because before it was like you watched I it. I think we have didn't. to set. We have to set the window. We have to establish that as a society. We have to establish what that window is. Is it a day? Is it two days? Is it a week? I think if you missed it, it's on you to try it's and you. try and shield yourself. I, no, I agree. I think as of right now, yeah. Just know that sure. you may they, hear. Don't about open it. Twitter. It's on you. Yeah. Don't open. Don't Reddit. open Twitter that night right. or whatever. Right. And then if you're yeah, trying to hide from it, then good luck. You may succeed. Right. You may not. But if the LA Times wants to write about it, they can write about it. And uh, you know, now I feel like. But I, it's not hard to put a spoilers, you know, tab on it or whatever. No. Yeah, they did put it in the headline, apparently. It's in the headline. So. No, I'm with you. It's not hard, but it's also, you know. Lazo also ruined Harry Potter. You can't avoid all media, you know. And so right. they, they could put, like, hey, but spoilers still, you got to watch it. Yeah, it's just you like, oops, oops, there it is. I tried uh, ignoring it, but there it is. I mm-hmm. missed it. Oh, well, you can't be angry. No, I get it. Like, boo, how could you talk about this? Because right. it already aired. It was already on. Already Most happened. people saw it. Everyone's talking about it. Did I tell you guys this yesterday? The FBI has a warning for all Americans. When you go to the airport or to some sort of an event like a concert and they have those public uh, wall chargers for your phones, you know, there's a mm-hmm. lightning cable, USB-C, USB-A. Come charge your phone over here. Sometimes they charge uh, money for it. A lot of times I think it's free. The FBI says do not use those things. Don't charge your computers. Don't charge your phones with that stuff because they could be hacking your devices and stealing all your information. The FBI is warning people to avoid using free public phone charging stations found at airports, hotels, and shopping malls. The feds say hackers have figured out ways to hijack those chargers. It's called juice jacking. They can use them to infect your phone or laptop with malware that lets them steal personal information or Mm. even access accounts. The agency says the safest alternative is to carry your own charger and USB cord and plug it into an ordinary outlet. I love that they give advice like, now, if you want to be safe, what you should do is carry your own. Yeah, obviously, that's what you're saying. You're saying don't use the public chargers, charge your own phone. No, but I would do that if I had one. I've done it. I've, I've been to places where they have the charger. I'm like, oh, I'll get a little bit of juice here someone there was some sort of company that brought it to a concert that we did one time mm. I was like, oh, this is a good idea and my phone was running low and i went over there and charged it and then you know i started getting uh text messages from people ransom requests and stuff but i just paid it it was mm-hmm. fine it was worth the free uh free charge yeah, tennessee right all this stuff has been going on in tennessee we had the school shooting at that uh, was it covenant the the, yeah. the the private school yeah and uh horrible when they saw that police video and it, it was terrible and then you had those Two Democrats in Tennessee who started protesting uh, with the gun protesters because they want more restrictions on guns. The Republicans got so angry, they expelled them. And that caused even more controversy. And those Democrats got even more support, not just in Tennessee, but nationally. They became like nationally known. Their faces were on TV. So Republicans solely are like, maybe we should bring them back in. They've already reinstated one of the Justins. I think the other one they're working on reinstating. It looks like he'll probably get reinstated. And maybe he already has. But the news that I thought was shocking is that the governor of Tennessee, who is a Republican, it's like, yo, we need to do something about guns. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look, this seems like real common sense so, stuff. But right, but th- these are the people, I mean, w- they've been in the news uh, for weeks. The Democrats? Yeah, right. Yeah, the Democrats and the have been. Yeah. Right. And now you've got the Republican governor, though, of the state. Right, that's what I'm saying. Sudden, so yeah. is he backing them getting their jobs back? I don't know about it, because I know that they are getting their jobs back. I mean, one of them, one, they did in a... 
a special election right, and they right. voted them back in. Yeah. So it was like, well, did there they you vote go. the second one back in yet? I that think that was I don't supposed know. to happen today. Maybe I'm not really sure. But when I saw that the governor's like, we need some more gun restrictions, I'm going to sign this bill. I was, I will admit, pretty shocked. Some two weeks after the deadly Nashville school shooting, Tennessee's governor has signed an executive order that strengthens background checks for gun buyers. Governor Bill Lee, a Republican, also urged state lawmakers to pass a red flag law. It would let police temporarily confiscate guns from people who are found to be a danger to themselves or others. Meantime, county commissioners in Memphis will vote today on reinstating a second Democratic lawmaker who was expelled from the state House of Representatives for his role in a gun reform protest. Okay, so just like the president, a governor apparently can sign an executive order. He signed an executive order strengthening background checks. And then what okay. he's asking Tennessee Congress to do is to strengthen gun laws and, and have red flag laws, which those are the laws where you say, hey, sure. I don't think my cousin should have a gun because, you know, he's 45 and watches anime all day. I'm worried about him, whatever. And they say, okay, we can go check on this person because someone has warned us that they're worried right. this person could cause harm. And speaking of which, that shooting in Louisville at the bank, which I don't think we – I think we still haven't talked about that shooting, which was now maybe two days ago. But there was a shooting at a bank. An employee of the bank uh, was responsible for it. This is a guy who you start learning about him. I'm looking at pictures of him. I'm reading about him. You hear what the family's saying. They're saying there was no signs that this guy would have ever done mm -hmm. anything like this. Mm -hmm. When they heard that he might be involved, they were totally shocked. The only reason they heard that he might be involved is because we do know now that he wrote, wrote a note slash texted someone. I can't tell if he did both or if the police are saying he did one or the other. But texted a friend or a roommate or someone and said, I'm suicidal. And this person was worried about him and worried what he might be doing. His mom's like, he doesn't have a gun. He's not a gun owner. He's a good kid. Well, okay. he did have a gun. He purchased a, an assault-style rifle, right, as they tend to do, and went into the bank and started shooting people. They said it was a targeted shooting. Today, they released the police body cam footage. And once again, just like at Covenant, you see the cops running up there immediately. You see that cop get shot in the head. That cop, by the way, is still in critical condition. But last I checked, Ugh. he is still alive. They say he's making slow progress. But, I mean, uh, they ran right up there, went straight to the shooter, and took him out. This morning, newly released body camera video showing Louisville police officers rushing into the line of fire to stop that deadly bank shooting. Officer Corey Galloway and rookie officer Nicholas Wilk dodging bullets before even exiting their car. Back up, back up, back up. Still pushing toward the entrance, running up the stairs when the shooter fires again. Officer Wilk shot in the head, Officer Galloway grazed by a bullet, falling, then rushing to cover. He's shooting straight through these windows, right towards the officer. Soon after, returning fire, killing the suspect. Okay, now, white men, I assume, make up, what, 99% of mass shooters? I would think so, yeah. a fair guess? Yeah. I, I, we see pictures of them a lot of times. Sometimes we don't, but most of the time they publish a picture of them. Now, this guy is a white man, so you'd think, like, well, then he, he fits the profile. There's something about this guy when I look at him that I I it is not I get why they're like saying it. he doesn't look it like the mass shooter. Like mass Works shooter. at a bank. He's got a big smile on his face, yeah. wearing a suit and tie. He looks like a guy who maybe was in a fraternity and he wants to make money, right? He wants to work his way up. He wants so he to probably has a girl. Do we know what he was right. pissed about? The American dream? No. I, so I think it sounds like the police might know. There was something written, and maybe somebody has found an article where it says, "I just read through this entire thing from today, where it breaks down every piece of it." All they talk about with the note is that the police said he did contact a roommate through text or note saying that he was feeling suicidal. And once again, I'm thinking, because this is what happened at Covenant. You know, she wrote that uh, message to her friend saying, I'm, I think I'm going to die today. I'm suicidal. Mm -hmm. If you, Why are suicidal people so 
intent on taking other people with them. I don't know. I don't understand. Well, there's got to be a mental instability there of some sort. Uh, right. I don't know but if that's do we, proper to say, but right, we don't. But do we know what it is? Are there any? Because the whole thing is, they keep saying we got to look for these warning signs. Now, with the Covenant shooter, it did seem like there were warning signs. I mean, there were blueprints and all that stuff that they found in the bedroom. Right. I don't know what they're going to find with this guy, but just from the initial response from the families, the statements that they put out, that the friends put out. They all seem genuinely shocked, like, oh, my God, I never would have thought that he would have done anything like this. Didn't even know he had a gun. They're trying to figure out, like, well, you know, it can't be him because he doesn't have a gun. Well, they look into it. Uh, The police look into it and find out that he's uh, bought the AR-15 legally the week before the shooting. Bought it last week. Says uh, suspected shooter, 25-year-old Connor Sturgeon, bought the AR-15 legally on April 4th in Louisville. Jackie Gwynn, something interim chief of the Louisville Metro Police Department, said at a news conference on Tuesday, Surgeon was a current employee of the bank where the, quote, targeted shooting unfolded, she said. Now, in Kentucky, they have really, really, really loose gun laws. They got rid of all the permit stuff. So basically, if you're an adult, you can carry a gun. And they do that in Kansas, too? I think there's several states. um, But I read about Louisville or I read about Kentucky specifically. They have certain buildings you can't bring the gun. I think it's banks. Places that serve alcohol, schools, police departments, you know, there's that list of buildings. But anywhere else, you're allowed to carry a gun. They don't have any type of uh, restrictions on if you've had some sort of misdemeanor assault uh, charge. Now, there's federal laws that say if you have a felony, you can't own a gun. That's a federal thing. But that's basically the only restriction in Kentucky is that federal law that says if you're convicted of a felony, you can't own a gun. But if you're convicted of a misdemeanor, even if it's an assault or, or you have mental health histories, according to this article at least, you can still get a gun. And there are licenses that you can get for guns there, but most you don't need a license. And they said people that get licenses for guns, sounds to me, are people who are like uh, security guards, maybe, something like that. But if you or I lived in Kentucky, we wouldn't need one to get a gun. So, And I think that's a lot of states. You mentioned Kansas. I'm pretty sure Kansas and Missouri are the same way, aren't they? I don't know of any laws. I mean, I know of laws they used to have. They're all gone right. now, right? Can't you just buy a gun if you're 18 and carry it to Chipotle? Isn't that the deal? Yeah, no? I think so. I, I, I would think. I, mean, I don't know what we do. The, re- the red flag laws make sense, but that only works if someone sees a red flag. It sounds like with Connor, no one saw any warning signs. I don't know about the Covenant shooter. I don't know if anyone would have you know, been able to use those red flag laws, but I really don't know what you do. And this idea of, like, I'm suicidal, so I'm going to take a gun and kill a bunch of people. How do we fix that, Laszlo? How do we fix it? Is it just do we do we is it a healthcare issue? Do we need do people Both? need better access to good mental health care coverage sure. and therapy? You know, like a- actual access to therapy and stricter gun laws and stricter gun laws, right? right. Absolutely. People are always like, "It's not this, it's that." Like, we can do both, right? Exactly. We, we need to do, do something. Right. You know, we this this, this cop said from the Louisville things like, "We now have five families, five more families in America who just lost someone, right? Because they were murdered by a gun." I mean, this is happening every single day. All right, we'll take a break. Lighter side of doom scrolling coming up. The Church of Laszlo. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Yo! Yo! Let's do scroll more in a minute. Yes. I'm, oh, we did such a good job with the last one. I'd like to hear it again. There's a new uh, a new scam that I'd never no. heard of. It involves Airbnb. Have you heard of this? No. What a scam. I mean, sometimes you just have to applaud the idea. Okay. And like, oh, my God. I, Was something you would have gotten caught that um, clever? Yeah, it's the kind of thing where, like, if you came to me and said, hey, I got this idea. This is what I think we could do. I think we can get away with it. I don't know that anybody's doing this. 
They'll never catch us. I think you could sell me on it. I think you could get okay. me to go along with it with you because it does. Although people are now getting caught, but it does seem like a, a good idea. Twitter's in big trouble. Uh, Elon Musk is doing interviews trying to say, like, no, 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 we'll be okay. But the analysts, whoever they are, they say, no, 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 their revenue's way, way, way down. I, I guess advertisers don't like Elon Musk. Yeah. They're not really clear. They just say advertisers kind of went away after Elon took over. So I assume it's because they don't like him. Elon did say that part of what's happening is political, but he also says ad revenue cyclical. It comes and goes, so we're going to be okay. But they fired mm-hmm. a lot of people. I think they had 7,000 employees when he got there. They're down to 1,500. That's causing its own issues. Like, you know, those people were there for a reason. If there were outages and things like that, they got right. them back online. And now they don't exist. Also, local news, our favorite place, Worlds of Fun. Yeah. Big announcement today. Some rule changes. Rule changes that would have... I told you, opening day apparently was a nightmare. I know. And these rule changes would have absolutely... Destroyed my childhood. It would have been completely different if these were the rules when I was a kid. But we'll discuss okay. that stuff coming up. The Church of Laszlo. Yo, doom scroll. Yo, okay, so Airbnb, this Airbnb scam. Never heard of this until this morning. So I don't know if you could think of this. Like, okay, what would be a scam with Airbnb? I would never come up with this, but here's okay, what they I'm do. Listening. So say you got a rental property. You put it on Airbnb, right? Mm-hmm. I see your rental property. And I go, that's a pretty nice place. I rent it, Okay. Obviously, as a renter, I am allowed access to the home. I go to the home, and now what I do is I list your house for sale. And I list your house for sale at a very good price. You know, like when you're looking at cars and every, like, 19th, 20th car you come to, you're like, that seems really cheap. That's a good deal. And then you find out it's a scam. Well, it's the same now with houses, apparently, because you might see a $600,000 house and it's listed for $200,000. Could be this Airbnb scam. You say, well, that's a good price. I'd like to go look at this house. You and your hubby or your wife or whatever, you go look at the house. person says, welcome to my home. What do you think? Do you like it? You can just pay me. Don't worry about anything else. We'll get the down payment taken care of. Meanwhile, the real owner is somewhere else thinking their house is just being rented by an Airbnb renter for a week. They don't know that the person is fake selling it to someone else. Now, one woman caught the fake seller because she had ring doorbell cams. She started to catch wind of what was going on, goes back and look at the cam footage. She can see the renter opening the door to welcome this couple that are coming to look at the house that she is pretending to sell. Then they fake this paperwork, they take the money, and they run. That's a hell of a scam. You have access to a house. You're like, I'm going to list this house for sale. Uh, while I rent it, I'll be there. And I'll say, if you want to come look at it, it's for Let sale. Add paperwork for, of the... the fake paperwork, basically. And they're telling you to pay it incorrectly, according to the realtor that I saw in an interview. But yeah, you, you list it and then you go you know, rent the place and you're there and you say it's for sale by owner. Come take a look. And you take the money and you get the hell out of there. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> I could hear the audio and then the family was meeting her and... She even said, please take off your shoes here. And she was welcoming the family to show them around the home. The listing specifically like says Me for too. first time and cash buyers only. She would have them write a check personally to her versus the title company. That's so sad for any family that may be victim to her crime. For first time and cash buyers only. You know, just give me the money. I'll take care of it and uh, we'll be yeah. good to go. So apparently this has happened more than once now and they've, they've found examples of this. And so they're, te- they're warning people, if you're looking for a house and you're scrolling through realtor.com or whatever it is you're looking at houses, I don't know where you look at houses now, but you see a house that seems really cheap. You used to think, and they talked to one couple, the husband saw this house. He thought it was worth probably half a million dollars. It was listed for like 265. He goes, there's gotta be something wrong with it. And the wife's like, well, let's check it out. He's like, yeah, we got to go look at it. Well, they got to go look at it. And they're looking at it and like, 
Looks good. And you heard the woman there at the very beginning. She's like, welcome, welcome. Right, yeah. She says, please take off your shoes when you come in. Have a look around. You know, we've lived here for a while. It's a great house. Really doesn't need anything. And then they take this money and they get the hell out of town. Now, I don't know how many people have gotten caught doing this versus how many people have gotten away with it. But it's the kind of scam that if Lazlo came to me and said, why doesn't someone do this? We could do this. My only question would be, how do we get people to give us money? You know, because it seems like you need some official paperwork, a deed, I don't know, a realtor, something. But I'm sure you've got a friend who's a realtor. I'm sure he could tell you, hey, here's what you do. Well, it so, seems like you could have, you know, once they come in, if you got a couple days. Yeah. Sure, you know, I, to do it right then, like just write me a check would be weird. But he said, hey, if you guys want it, I'll hold it for 24 hours. I'll have the title company come. We can do it at the kitchen table. Then you just have a buddy come in in a suit with a bunch yeah. of fake paperwork and sign, sign a checks. bunch of stuff and blah, 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 blah. And then make a check out to, you know. This person's or their LLC mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Right. And boom. Then you take that money and you disappear. I mean, you probably have to think about it a little bit, like do that part. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll hold it for 24 hours. Yes. You have, you, we'll meet tomorrow here at 5 o'clock. Yeah. We'll have the title company here. We'll give you the paperwork. You'll write me a check. I think you could say you write me a check. Exactly. And you could convince them. Also, when people find something they want, they've been house hunting. It's difficult. Interest rates are high. Houses are expensive. And now they found this house. Oh, well, we can afford this house. They want it to be true. You know, they're not. And if you made it, you know, that this third person showed up in a suit and tie, you know. Yeah. I I do think you'd need a few people to pull it off. With a card. Yep. You here know. you go. Oh, here's my card. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we just didn't want to deal with blah, blah, blah. So we were just doing cash and first time buyers. That's why we were selling it this way by owner. Whatever your you say whatever you is. want. Yeah, that's what these people say. Right. But you can say whatever you want. And then you take the money. And we just then, wanted to save the commission. Yep. And then you get the hell out of there. What I think why is don't you even say, like, you know, the house is cheap and it's for sale by owner because I need the money. Yep. And, and that's and, why I'm not paying real estate guys in the commission. I need the money quick. That's why it's so cheap right absolutely. now. Absolutely. And like that's why my I, mom is sick in the hospital. I need money, yeah. money right now quick. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, this woman. A million things you could say. She was on mm-hmm. doorbell cams. She didn't care. I mean, she's got to see that light that's, you know, that ring light that's lit up. And she's going, welcome, welcome. All right, she may not see it. I don't you think don't, she saw it. You don't think she knew that there was a camera right there? She didn't know what a ring doorbell is? I don't, she, I don't know if she didn't know it or she, or she didn't care or she didn't just happen to see it. but I, Or she doesn't think about it. It's hard to believe that she would do that knowing that the owner is at home on the phone. Yeah. Like has but access the, to yeah, it. Yeah, but the interesting thing is the owner, it sounds like, didn't see it But at also the time. if you mess with it, then does the owner come check and see what's going on? Right. Like, the owner went back and looked at it later after things started to get suspicious. So, you know, I know that you could see it immediately. You can notification. I hear Lazo's notifications go yeah. off when his kids get home or whatever. But you don't necessarily look at it. And it sounds like that's what this woman did. She knew she had a renter. Mm-hmm. So then later she goes back and looks. She's like, oh my God, they're showing the house right gets for sale i thought it was pretty interesting twitter might be in trouble they're losing a lot of money elon's doing interviews with like the bbc and other big outlets saying we're going to be okay we fired enough people or the ad revenue will come back everything's going to be fine a report mm-hmm. by insider intelligence is predicting a massive slump in twitter's ad revenue by the end of the year it's forecasting global revenue for twitter will be just under three billion dollars by the end of 2023 the report follows a recent major development Twitter Inc. no longer exists. In a court filing earlier this month, it was revealed the company had merged with Musk's newly formed firm, XCorp. Okay, so I know, uh, what were you saying about Elon Musk earlier, Snowcone, and Twitter? Weren't you saying that? What? Uh, was, was that not you? I thought that you said something about this earlier when we were getting so. ready to talk about it. So Because there's these conspiracy theories. I know someone on Twitch brought one of them up. But there are people who are, obviously there's Elon supporters out there. We know mm-hmm. there's Elon bros or whatever they're called. And then there are people who are saying he is 
destroying Twitter. They had 7,000 employees when he came in. They're down to right. 1,500 now. Those employees that he fired, a lot of them had really important jobs like keeping Twitter uh, online. When I haven't noticed it. I mean, you, you I say that, but thing. I haven't noticed it be offline. I so. thought the same thing. Like, I haven't noticed. Uh, I haven't even seen complaints about people saying, man, Twitter was down for this long. So maybe it is happening. Maybe it happens in other countries. You know, I don't know. But anyway, Elon says uh, that it's all uh, ad revenue is all cyclical and that right now they're roughly breaking even. And then at one point he felt like Twitter had four months to live. Okay. And he said, so what do you do? You have four months to live. You have to make major changes. Now, I don't know when it was for sale, like to Jack Dorsey and those guys, did they think Twitter's got four months to live? Were they in trouble? I don't remember people saying that Twitter was in a ton of trouble, but maybe they did. Obviously it was for sale right? and, and Elon bought it. So it's just so weird. He's got so much stuff going on and yet he still manages. He's doing all these interviews. He's on Twitter all the time. And then right. it seems like in the BBC interview, he's trying to complain that Twitter's biggest problem is politics, you know, as if like people don't like me. They don't like what I say, so they don't want to advertise. That could be true, too. I don't know. I feel like advertisers usually, though, are bigger than that. They want money. So if the advertising works, they'll do it. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there are exceptions to that. Yeah, but, but mostly not. But maybe if they're just, you know, the, I don't know. I, the return on investment for social media has got to be, you know, tricky at best for buyers to figure out. So if you're like, you know what? People don't like Elon Musk. I'll just put it on Instagram. Yeah. You know, right? Because there was some of that. There were people who said, I'm going to stop using Twitter yeah. when Elon took over. And Elon said that it was like a $3 billion negative cash flow situation when he took over. So maybe it really was in dire straits and right. he had to do something about it. Worlds of fun, my happy place. Yes. The place I like to be. When I'm not there, I wish I were there. Mm -hmm. uh, I They're not going to give you a free pass. You ask every do. summer for they a free pass. They, they no one, you never nope, get one. Nope. They'll tweet me. So quit kissing their ass. Well, hey, watch it. What? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm being honest. I'm just telling the truth. I'm speaking the yeah, truth. Yeah, but I'm here. saying you kiss their ass constantly. I they never give place. you anything. I love that place. They give me a place to be happy, and I appreciate that. He's and I go always trying to get every a free summer. Pass. Why won't they just give us one? We talk about them all the time. It's like eighty dollars. Just give us the pass. Because they, they don't tweet do at it. us. They're all happy that we promote it on social media. It's like, why? Give me a pass. I'll go there all the time. I mean, don't you have like an advertising department? If I ran this place, I would be giving passes to people in the media who Maybe like your place. Maybe it's because they figure. Well, we don't have to give them a pass because that dumbass talks about it all the <laughs> He's time. He's going to buy one. Right. Well, that's like, you know, you can thank me for it then at least. I mean, I'll bet we sold a couple passes over the last few years, right? People are like, yeah, I should buy one of those. They talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, I grew up going there. My best friend and I, when I was a kid, we got dropped off there every day. And, you know, you could be away from your parents all day. And obviously, it's a cool place to be away from your parents. Right. You could try and sneak some cigarettes in, go meet some girls, whatever. Well... They have an issue at Worlds of Fun. On the opening day, there was a big brawl, apparently. With yeah, I saw the video, man. Yeah, that was not, it's not small. Not good. No, it's not good. It, it was it, also amazing to me. Like, you always say, you know, times change. I, I'm not, I never say, like, my generation is better. But all the phones that were up during I a know, fight. I know. That was amazing everyone to me for two recording. things. Like, everyone recording it, which is just fascinating, right? Yeah. And the other thing is, if there was, like, if I was at a place where I've been at where there's just a ton of people fighting, my fists are up. Right. What if I have my phones up? I just catch right. one in the face. Like, you're not even protecting yourselves. I know. It's like seeing a boxer just put their arms yeah, up. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm like, like hey, a there's second. a brawl going on. Right. And it's next to you. Right. And the guy's turning and looking at you. When I was way. a teenager, I just started decking kids with both their hands up. Like, that's just a free shot. Right. You either run or you get involved. Right. Yeah. But the fact that you just stay in there with your arms up filming is such a weird yeah. thing. Because <laughs> we had one guy when I was a kid, and he would film all the fights from a distance. He brought a camcorder, and we all knew he was going to be there. Everyone knew him, and we knew that he filmed all the fights he had videos of every fights that happened every fight that happened but 
the, everyone else who was standing in that crowd, you always right. knew this could turn into a brawl, mm-hmm. and you were always kind of on edge. Right. I'm I see get all out these here, fights now. Involved. Even these fights that happen in school bathrooms now, and they post it to TikTok. I'm like, you guys are just standing there with cameras up. First of all, your lawyer's going to be pissed, like Laz was said. Mm-hmm. You know, when you guys get in trouble for this, this is really bad. You shouldn't be filming this. But also, I'm not positive that guy's not going to turn around now and deck you. You know what right, I mean? Why, why are you filming this? So anyway, there was this brawl at Worlds of Fun. People said they had a hard time like getting out of the park. And if I was the instigator in the fight, I would absolutely deck you and then smash your phone. Yes. Like the fact that that doesn't like Do I've never seen anybody smash the phone, grab the phone and smash it. Right. Like which that's evidence. You know right. what I mean? Like, you're recording me doing something that would be, illegal. If I was, that would be in the toilet. Yes. Like, dude, that has to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that with me. But no, they just, they know it's going to be filmed, I guess. So, people said they had a hard time getting out of the park. They were trapped in their cars because this brawl, like, came out of the park. There is quite a bit of video of it. Uh, and, of course, they covered it on the local news. It was not worlds of fun. It was worlds of chaos. Mm. Worlds of fear. Are you Ooh, serious? Worlds of fear sounds fun. No, that's yeah. a sound again. Clay County Sheriff's Office saying upwards of 150 unsupervised juveniles had multiple fights in the park starting around 7.30. People weren't able to have fun on opening day at Worlds of Fun, which is historically a really great time. This is sad. The Sheriff's Office says fights inside the park spilled out to the parking lot. Now they're planning more law enforcement presence in the coming weeks. We're going to all be meeting to discuss the next steps with that. So now they've made their decision. I saw this morning. My brother sent it to me first thing because we're a Worlds of Fun family. We really enjoy Worlds of Fun. <laughs> it said, "Here's the headline: Worlds of Fun implements chaperone policy for kids after opening weekend fight. So Worlds of Fun will now require adult chaperones for minors following a fight that involved more than 100 kids last week. Starting Saturday, guests ages 15 and younger must be accompanied by a chaperone who's at least 21. That sucks, man, because your kid's now turning 16. He's old enough that I thought, oh, yeah, but still, well, how does that help? Having an adult with them." For 15 and under. I'm guessing yeah. a lot of those kids were 16, 17 yeah. years old, that's, right? That's the same thing. It's weird that they didn't make it like under 21 or under right. 18. Under right? 21. I mean, I, under no. 18 seems like a normal thing. 18 is an adult. So if you say you're under 18, right. you need to be with an Why adult. Why 16? That seems odd, right? So if you're 16, you're old enough to go there alone. I watched the video. Maybe those kids were all 14 and 15. Maybe they looked into it. I, don't I can't know. imagine. But it seems like an odd rule, but. I'd yeah, it seems like an odd number to cut it up at. I thought like the once same you get to thing. 16, you're more mature and you don't fight. Right. What? Okay. I feel like that's when it starts. Right. But anyway, that's the new rule. So uh, at least. I'm guessing most kids. Well, I don't know. God, people do. I'm guessing most kids. A lot of kids who are 14 and 15 probably had chaperones anyway. Some of them. Not everybody gets dropped off. No. So they can't drive yet. Right. The kids you're probably worried about without parental or older brother supervision are probably 16. Yeah. Because they're the ones who drove there by themselves. I have seen a lot of kids there who look like they're by themselves, but they could have someone that's somewhere else in the right. park or whatever. I do see more and more of that now. But you know what? I'm bad at judging those ages. They could be 17, and I think they're 14, you know, because I'm old. So it's hard to say. But when I saw that they said 15 and under, the, the I was like, number hmm. just doesn't make sense. Well, now what about the 16 and 17 year olds? Who, who, what was the age of those kids that were involved in that fight? Maybe they looked into it. But anyway, so now your son will be able to go when he turns 16, but he can't mm-hmm. take his brother. Mm hmm. You know, that kind of sucks. I wouldn't let him take his brother anyway. You wouldn't? No. Wow, times have changed, huh? Why? Or do you think, like, just as your parenting style, if you were a parent, you know, if you... They're, they're, they're going to fight. Your kids will fight? Yeah, they'll fight. You said we go on this one. I said, like, you can't do that stuff. I never they love each other, but they're fight. always just busting each other's balls. Yeah. Would you let your son go with another friend who's 16 by themselves? Oh, well, he went... Last year by himself. Okay, okay, okay. At 15, I think he went with somebody oh, and their parents me. dropped him off. It was a big deal. Yes, okay, you told me. I was me. like, should I do this? And then and I was like, the, yes. By the way, all the other parents were like, absolutely not. Really? And I was like, well, Slim went. 
My parents were I'll strict. Just let them. My parents were pretty strict, but they did let us go to Worlds of Fun. I wouldn't let them do there. it now. Just because of this stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's changed. I don't know, but uh, maybe this. I mean, after this watching movie. it, you're like, you know, I hadn't seen it before. I'd seen, I'd heard that there were problems before, but watching the video, it just changes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Like hearing there's a fight at Worlds of Fun, in my head, like, yeah, well, there's fights everywhere. Right. But after I saw yeah. that, I mean, there was just, that was you're like, okay. That was a brawl. Yeah, that was pretty big. Well. And you guys had no way of stopping it. That's Usually in my thing. head, too, you know, there's security guards, they broke up the fight, everything's fine. Which they usually have. I see right. them but everywhere. there was nobody but then around. You watch that At least video, in the video I saw, there is same. nobody stopping it. No, there, I saw the video, too, and it doesn't look like there's anyone <laughs> running up to stop this, which normally when you walk on that park, there's a lot of security guards. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're just not outside, and because this all came outside of the gate, they just weren't there. I don't know, but I'm sure they'll get their act together. Snow Cone, you'll, you'll go with me, right? You guys are such Debbie Downers. Right. It's summertime. I know baseball. I like you love baseball, but yeah, I'll go. It, we have an amusement park. Not everyone has an amusement park. Well, you're right. It's a big deal. Seattle didn't have an amusement park. Well, it's like six hours away in Idaho. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in Michigan, don't you have to drive to go yeah. to Ohio? Got to drive. That's right. It's a big deal, and I'm happy that we have it. And I'm going to keep going, and I'm sure they'll get it figured out. Give me a passport, well, and give Lazlo a passport and his kids a passport. Try not to get in a fight while you're there. Yeah, I'll try. No, well, I don't believe that you're going to go. I go all the time. As scared as you are of teenagers? That's true. You well, don't even go I to a gas station where I, there's teenagers pumping their gas, let alone I'm not going thousands alone. of them I don't go ready alone. to brawl. I don't go all alone. All hopped up on adrenaline. I get that, and that's true, but I don't go alone. I go, with, go with your girlfriend. My, and my big brother. He'll take care of me. He will. He's not scared. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's up? Okay, so you wake up on a weekday, and mm-hmm. uh, the company calls and says, for whatever reason, uh, don't don't you're not fired anything. Just don't come in today. You got the day off. Mm-hmm. What what is your perfect day off? What do you do? Oh, I don't. Like how do you, do you spend most of your time just sitting there at home? Like when you when it is the weekend or whatever. Baseball game, it's nice. You do a lot of sports sure, stuff. Yeah, a lot of sports stuff. Mm-hmm. Snow cone. What do you do when you're not at work? Like most of the time. At any given time, if we just said, where's Snow Cone right now, not at work, are you... Probably cleaning his girlfriend's house. <laughs> something with my kid, if I can. That's, okay. That's ideal. I'd do something with him. Right, and then if somewhere. you don't have him, probably watching TV, right? Try to be outside if I can, if it's nice. What do you do outside? I've been playing basketball lately. I like to play basketball. You have? Yeah, it's been nice. I love being outside. I didn't know you played basketball by yeah. yourself. We're going to shoot baskets? Yeah. In the driveway? Yeah. Well, there's a little um, hoop. Thing. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea. Mm-mm. Good for you. I walk the dog. I, I love I being to. outside, especially after winter, or especially me too. You know what I mean? Like, I I'm not getting. I'm not special. It's just I love being outside. I just don't have uh, an excuse. A lot of times, I'm like, boy, it is nice out I here. Going to longboarding lately too. Longboarding. I like to longboard. Interesting. I bought an electric scooter, so I you know no, it's been that'd nice. Be fun. Yeah. Been riding that a little bit, but I do think that I get some strange looks just because of my age, and it starts to lose battery power as I come back up the hill. But perfect day would be someone with bomb pop, like at a park somewhere sure, yeah. outside. It's been fun. So they ask people how. Uh, often do you spend an entire day staying home doing nothing, like no I chores? I do that a lot too. No work, sure. no obligations. You don't. You just stay home doing nothing. How often do you do that? Ten percent of people say that they get those days basically every day. <laughs> they don't yeah. have anything to do. I don't know if someone else is taking care of those chores for them, but like I just sit at home and do nothing. I don't really have any responsibilities That's ever. Twenty-one percent of people said about three times a week. Three times a week is just a day where there's absolutely nothing. I can do whatever I want, right. and I'm not worried about doing anything. 
Which I don't know. I mean, I guess most people during those days are most likely watching TV, right? Second, yeah. would probably be playing video games, and then some people still read, I suppose. Yeah. Th- those are the things. Maybe just s- sitting out s- on their deck or whatever. Yeah, sitting on your phone. Uh, you could be doing drugs, right? Right. Yeah. That's a good uh, day off. 25%. Jeez, Christ, man. Well, what? Some, go on, just go on. I'm sorry. A lot of our listeners enjoy. It's legal. It's, it's, it's legal. What's my perfect day off? I'd like to sit home and do drugs. It's legal. Okay, 25% of people say um, it's only a few times a month. Maybe a few times a month they get that day with nothing. And then 12% of people say it's maybe one to three times a year. Mm. I just imagine those people probably make a lot of money or they make no money. No. One or the other. No? Those are people who don't really have anything to do, but they create it for themselves. Like the busy moms? Yeah, there's people in this world who create chaos in their own lives, who create things to do. Because if they're not busy all the time then they don't get to tell you how busy they are. And it happens all the time. There's people who just create busy work for themselves. You could tell them, hey, that doesn't need to be done. Right. It doesn't. But they create, oh, my God, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Well, like, no, you really didn't. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, they get to go, oh. What a busy day. I'm so exhausted. I've been busy all day. They just create that nonsense for themselves. You don't have to do what you have to do. Right. I know. Literally, what do you have to do? I always think of when you talk about that person, I always think of Candace Cameron, the the girl from Full House, Mm -hmm. because I follow her on social media. She's like this Christian author and does all these movies. And everything about her is like a list for the day, right? And all the things we're going to accomplish today, and we're going to go do this event, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to go to this church thing, and then we're going to journal or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you absolutely, in order to feel positive, to stay positive, Mm -hmm. and I know there are a lot of people like that, their mental health says stay busy. Oh, the two type of people. Now- those type of people don't bother me. They're like, hey, I got to have stuff to do yeah. or I'm unhappy. The other people are the ones who create things for themselves to do so they can then complain and about unhappy. it. they're unhappy, yeah. Right. That's like, I'm so busy. Right. I'm, and you're like, no, they you don't made do it. it. Right. I've had those conversations with people like, don't do it. Well, I have to do it. I'm like, you absolutely mm, do absolutely not. Don't. There's no way you have to do that. I know I'm not living mm. your life, but from my perspective, yeah. you certainly don't have to do that. And they don't have an answer for it. It just makes them angry because, like you right. say, they want to say because, because they want to let you know how busy they are. Yeah. 17% of people, 17% say that they never have those days. Like, not one. Not one day where they can sit around and do nothing. I'm thinking, where do you live? You, you have to have those days once in a while. And of those people that now, say somebody said, quit calling out Jenny. It is true. Jenny, and yeah. I, she was my work wife. She created. But I was the opposite. Yeah. So I also had the other problem where I'm like, we don't have to do that. Right. And she's like, no, really, we do have to do that. And, she said and I'm like, ass. no. So there are some times where she was right. That stuff really did have to be done. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Like, don't care. But yeah, she absolutely created way more work than necessary. And she absolutely saved her ass many times. But also admitted to it. I've called her out on that on the uh, air. Absolutely. Like, you're just making up stuff to do. Yes. And that makes her feel, yeah. you know, uh, uh, I don't know if important is the right word. And, but no, not important. If, but if just, just like, busy, like, right, useful. she's got to be useful. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm accomplishing something. And also, she's the kind of person, because of that personality type, that she'll go do. You know, Mexican Mondays or whatever, yeah, and, exactly. and stick mm-hmm. with it because it's like a routine, and mm-hmm. it's like here's the things that I do this day. Honestly, I kind of admire those people sometimes because I have the exact opposite problem, like Laszlo. I am I am completely on the other end of the spectrum. Oh, me too. So I'm many like, things I that, that I need to do that I'm like, oh, Dutch is not. People doing are like, that. could you do that? I'm like, nah. Yeah, maybe later I'll do that. Like, what's today? The twelfth. I'm like, boy, I should file those taxes. You know, I should. Really I think for all of that. I think for my bosses, over and over again, I'm like, you know, you're going to have to ask me three times. Right. Yes. It's, you better tell me it's really important. You emailed me three By times. By the way, because I've realized in life that there's so many people creating stuff. that Now you're creating stuff for me. 
Yeah. And you don't really expect me to do it. And that took me a long time yep. to figure out. But now, if you ask me the third time, then I believe you really need it. Yeah. But if you just send me one email asking me to do something, you don't really want me to do that. You're just sitting in your office creating stuff for you, which now creates stuff for me, yeah. which you don't really, none of us really need to do. Yep. Uh, for, so for you, it's a few emails. For me, it's a text. When I get a text that says, hey, did you see my emails? I'm like, I guess I better do that. All right, you're going to have to send me. You're going to have to ask me more than once. I always say my emails, just text me. If it's me important, too. just text me. But you still just get the email. And it's like, you didn't respond to my email. Now, just to finish this up, the people that you know the, that say they never get those days, women are way more likely to say they never have a day of off. Of course they don't. And it's Gen X women who are the least likely to say that they ever get totally free days. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? They're moms. They've got teenage kids or whatever. Well, that could be busy. part of it, too. That, I will say. I think know, they're the busy problem. moms. I just imagine those busy moms who do have a lot of stuff to do. And if you think about it, Lazlo, just because you enjoy, dads too. Right, you enjoy the stuff that you do. But I also don't have you, them every day. Right, but you still so if you're like, how many times do you get to do this? But you'd still do a lot of stuff, and you still do that stuff on days when you don't have them. You're allowed to go to well, the yeah, games. Well, like I don't have them now. Right. And and I'm, I'm going to a game now. Exactly. So you do that right. stuff, I don't too. have them this weekend, and I'll have a game Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. And then, so, no, I won't have any free time, but, I mean, whatever. But you enjoy it. You're, you would rather yeah. have this stuff to do than nothing to do. You'd much oh, rather yeah. they have a game. I've never complained about going to watch my kids no, you do like something. It. I like it. Right. Not having a game is like a bummer. Like, I wish they had a game today. I so, guess I felt a little antsy at the, you know. Uh, music assembly. Yeah, that stuff. No, I was one, like, nah. well, they didn't want to be there. No, nobody. And I didn't want to be there, and it lasted forever. It's so bad. And they're watch, you know, watch the you other know, kids. Chance play the kazoo. I'm like, uh, here's the rich girl playing the harp, and you're like, okay, this just goes on. I and just want to leave. On. I can see my kids the same way. Like, I know, uh, but you're not allowed to leave after your kids because that's rude. And it's like, yeah, but some parents do, and I think those parents are like, look, I snuck my kids out. You don't tell me what to do. I'm leaving when my kids are done. Mm-hmm. I, as a kid, that never bothered me. Like, they can mm-hmm. leave. I don't know that guy. I think you should be allowed to leave. My nieces do dance stuff, so you go to dance right. recitals. It's like, now you have to stay for all the kids. And I'm like, man, I'm a 40-year-old guy. I have no kids, and I'm sitting here watching these six-year-old girls doing, like, hip-hop dance all yeah, the no, time. If my, if you were, like, I would even say, like, I if I got weird. a chance to stand up, like, don't stay for my kids. <laughs> right. I don't even want to be here. Like, don't you feel like you have to. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, enjoy your game today. Oh, well, we're okay. done, huh? We're good, man. All That's right. That's we're good? We're all good. Good. Well, I don't know who to say goodbye to. Well, who did we talk about today? We I was talking about, to about Comiskey. Governor of Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't know the governor of Tennessee's name. We talked about Elon Musk. What's his hmm? name? Charlie Comiskey? Charlie Comiskey? Oh, we talked about the girl that, that everyone thinks is dead, know. Tiffany Dover, right? <laughs> Tiffany mm-hmm. Dover, we could do that. We did talk about her. There's songs mm-hmm. about her. Worlds of Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get that season passport. They have a mascot at Worlds of Fun? Uh, For sure. The balloon. So, yeah, yeah, Snoopy. Yeah, the hot air balloon. Snoopy. Oh, the Snoopy. Good show, Snoopy. Stay positive, kids. The Church Shot Laszlo. You sure about that? I don't know. Are you they still listen listening? to all of this? I think, yeah, you're still listening. See, I told you people listen all the way to the end. I lost a lot of people. No, right? no, no. They're here. And you know why they're here? Because we've got a great deal for them, Laszlo. Yeah. MyTrick-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. You want to get high? Do it that way. <laughs> and What? Uh, I mean, how much you get... we... Well, you want to get high, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get high. It's feel good. It's legal. You can buy it on the internet, and it tastes good. Get the Go Pack. Mitra-9.com, promo code problematic. Yep. Just got a Why te- wouldn't you want to get high? Just got a text from a friend today. He's like, I'm running out of GoPacks. I got to get more. But he Actually, found that one. happened to me. Really? A buddy of mine who never did it before. He's yeah, like, I same. just ordered the GoPacks. You got a few to get me through. That's Dude, I got a text today. He Do we have any GoPacks here? We're, they're sending more right now. So we, we went sure. through them. We got to start getting more of them ourselves. Mitra-9, it's M-I-T-R-A. 
Dash9.com, and then just enter the promo code problematic. You can get the Go Packs. You can get the seltzers. I've got a fridge full of seltzers, too. I do like those. I can use a couple of those. Just go buy it. It helps us. And we like these guys. Thank you. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 